There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. To Crappy Anime Showdown, I am your referee, host, and handsome horseboy illusionist, Mike. Uh, today, I am joined by Mr. I wanted to see pictures of Spider-Man, not some silk-sweating teenage boy, JW. Hey, Jay. How you doing, buddy? I, I don't have those pictures. He's very <laughs> underage. Why did you? Hey, Ethan's supposed to be the pedo here. All right, I don't yeah. appreciate. No, no, no. This. I said you wanted pictures of Spider-Man, not the teenage boy. That's oh, the whole that's point. fair. I guess I didn't yeah, keep them. Right? I immediately yeah, shredded no, them. No, you threw them out. Them oh, the absolutely. You're a you're a model citizen. Oh, you would never God. keep those in the trash. And you got that guy arrested. Way to go, Jay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and I am joined by the big swinging. Goop slinging, quad boob having, trauma bait grabbing, mommy milker himself, it's Ethan. Yeah. You gross mother effer. I got I got a lot of boob, you know. Oh God, like he's got a lot of love to give, and it's all pink. <laughs> Thank you. Well, no, it sometimes can't... fuchsia, you know, like it just squirts out a little. Sometimes that's lower right. Uh, we don't like to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> In case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, Ethan will be defending Kimono Jihen, and he'll be going up against JW, who will be defending Wonder Egg Priority. As always, I hope you brought your A-game. Before we get into it, how'd you guys enjoy your animes as a whole this week? Eh. Pretty good. All right. Well, that, that's, well, that's the one pod. Of, one so. of these was very pseudo-intellectual, so I'm glad that Ethan said it was pretty good because that mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. reminds me what he likes. Oh, right? I, I knew this would come up a lot and often <laughs> this, uh, this episode, so, you know, just, just fucking let me have it. He probably thought the see no evils were really clever. What? No. <laughs> hey, probably thought probably thought the mommy milkers were. Guys, really did you get it? Did you get it? That <laughs> lady milkers, was being mean, and then she got killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the average anime viewer watching this. Wait, guys, guys, this like actually happens, but like without the titties. <laughs> well, less of them anyway. She's having someone else. Beat her trauma into the ground. It's so <laughs> realistic. Yo, people kill themselves sometimes, man. And it's sad. Big true. All right. You think I'm well, going to make gonna it blessed. as a mangaka? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I, it's very easy. I got this you idea. Yo, little girls, they're so cute. But they, like, they like kill themselves, though. That's bad. Well, yeah, I mean, they're just like kind of taking like a new spin on Suicide Girls. That's a that's a porn. Yeah, I I, I know. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> I like porn. Yeah, th- th- this has been good ah. for everyone. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna move on to the synopses. Unfortunately, the waifus were really just not up to par in my review. Uh, th- it would have been better if she had a, a six teats and was also a centaur. 
Uh, that would have really that would have really brought home the message for me. Uh, you know, if we get a let's do a, a physics based analysis of the teat, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With that yeah. much oh, teat, please. I feel like the only please, way to please, balance please. it would be to have a centaur ass like strapped onto her. You know, just like mm-hmm, four mm-hmm. feet. Otherwise, she's just gonna fall right over. I mean, think about the back pain. You know. Oh, you know, I don't think about That's back why... pain. I think the tits should be larger, uh, much larger, uh, even I, larger honestly, than that. Honestly. Two of those were like basically dragging on the ground. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how much longer enough. they could have gotten. Not big enough. You see, oh, I have oh, very man. particular tastes, and that's all I care about in anime. So <laughs> I'll just pretend to have gotten the story uh-huh. and that it was really smart. Meanwhile, I'm just, you know, the table's rising a couple inches. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, a whole table. That's impressive. It, yeah, oh. the, the dick's been in his heart the whole time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, on to synopsis. I forget who went first last week, so we're going to start with Ethan this week, and we're going to talk about Kimono Jihen. Ethan, why don't you tell us about Kimono Jihen, episodes one, two, and three? Well, for starters, everything is a kimono. Um, mm, we called that, I think that's and by we, true. I mean that one dude that we like looked at his review for. Uh, now, can you describe kimono for me? Yeah, okay. So, like, a kimono <laughs> is whenever someone has, like, a tail, but it's also when they're undead. See, like a kimono mm-hmm. is whenever you're like a spider, but you look like a 13-year-old boy. You know, uh, you get what uh, I'm saying? Technically, spider boy is 14, just so you yeah, know. Yeah, he's That's definitely true, and don't older. forget it. He is of legal yeah, age to excrete well, silk. I mean, the, the, thir- the 13-year-old is technically of legal age in Japan. So. What? I thought 14. No, I thought Only for women, sir? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Please. That's probably how that goes. They're a very advanced society. Hey, well, I remember. I remember that it's Japan and Germany of the same legal age, and I thought it was Japan was. Why would you remember that? Ethan? Because Why it's is that because it's the Axis powers. On? Jeez, Louise! It's the it's the Axis all, powers. all of the Axis powers believe in fourteen-year-old consent. <laughs> yeah. that you know, actually... after all that stuff about the Nazis, all that came away with was a lower age of consent. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all that, all that forward progress, and that was the best they could do. Oh, God, I can't even say that, like... Was Hitler so wrong? Yeah, that's where that was going, and I didn't want to do it, so I'm <laughs> glad you handled it for me. Don't worry, I'm always here. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. Let's talk about some kimonos. Um, okay, so uh, there's this dude that shows up from Tokyo. He's, like, clearly, like, a fancy lad. He has, um... He's probably in his 30s, I assume, and he's got um this yellow kind of pinstripe suit kind of look going on. I don't remember his pinstripe, but it's yellow. And um, he's basically acting like a private eye. He's being brought in to, like, investigate some shit. And um, so when when they're doing the investigation, it... Um, how's this go? It, oh, yeah. Okay, so there's a mother. The mother in this, like, small village is the one that hires him. And the mother is claiming yes. that these little, like, these animals are being, like, disfigured and eaten in the local area... And, like, in ways that are pretty fucked. Like, pretty obviously not a normal, you know, like, it's not like a wolf killed this thing. It'd be like, you know, something special killed it. So this guy is brought in to investigate it. And, um, of course, because we're in rural Japan, um, naturally this woman owns, like, uh, one of those little, like, spas. Uh, They have a name. Help me out. Hot spring. Hot spring. Hot spring. So she owns, like, a hot spring. And um, she has technically two sons or well i guess technically one son but it seems like there's two sons 
The uh, the, ones, the one the other one is is later known as the cousin. So they are yeah, related. They are related. Yeah, they're definitely related. So the actual son is like trying to like win the favor of the guy from Tokyo because he really wants to go to Tokyo, and um, I guess he's hoping that the private eye would be his ticket to like get out of this little like <clears throat> provincial life or whatever. Yeah. I think at and, first um, he just wants to kind of hear about Tokyo. Yeah, and yeah. he and he wants to be praised because he wants to think that he's good enough to go there. Yeah. I don't know if he, like, legitimately thought he was going to take him or anything. It was just more of a, this guy's from Tokyo. Well, if he I thinks mean, I'm he, cool, then he, I'm cool enough to go to Tokyo. Yeah, I, I think I think you're both right, because I think that's how it starts off, Jay. But if you remember, Ethan will eventually get to it. He kind of almost insinuates that this guy is kind of shot at getting to Tokyo. Kind of right when they have an argument. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, like I guess. They, for yeah, some he's reason, sort of he was insin- like not saying on. that that's definitely what he thought, but he kind of insinuates that he's hoping this guy somehow connects him or somehow gets him to Tokyo. Like you know, it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. So no, I kind of just no. discounted it. But whatever. Yeah, fair enough. This dipshit no, yeah, thinks I... he's gonna just go to Tokyo <laughs> with some random stranger. I guess. <laughs> Hi, Jay, don't you remember growing up together uh, and we would just be waiting on the side of the road hoping somebody would take us to New York City? Just like, man, I can't wait to go to New York City. Get yeah. out of this podunk town. Just some random stranger. Come take me. We got exactly go. what I thought. <laughs> you guys were like 20 minutes. You could have walked, you know. A- anytime someone from New York City came by, I just hoped that they would kidnap me and try to make me their wife. <laughs> There must be more to this provincial life. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, this kid wants to be made into a wife uh, and taken to Tokyo, their New York City, and um, by a 30-year-old man. So it all lines up with JW's fantasies. And yeah, um, right. right, right, right. So I'm also 14, so, you know, yeah, extra yeah. fanciful. Makes you know, the most sense to me. 13, actually, <laughs> from what I, you know, I can tell. But um, so anyway, um, this this guy, he he requests to have the cousin washes back in the like in the spa because he like stays in the like the hot spring and this really pisses off the actual son and it's revealed that the cousin is always forced to be working in the fields because like he stinks and it's pretty clearly like just abusing this guy yeah yeah they're straight up abusing this kid um like he works literally in the fields all day long but like the other kids go to school which is i don't know how you pull that off but okay um Anyway, the uh, the the kid, the uh, the dirty kid, which is clearly our MC, he comes in and kind of like learns the ropes and is like trying to tend to the uh, the yellow suit jacket guy, and um, the the yellow suit guy does anyone remember his name? I don't have a fucking clue. Uh, Bob uh, Inu Inumari or something. That'll work. So yeah. Inumari In, is Inuyasha. No, <laughs> no it's, it's not that. It's not that. It's not that. As much as you want it to be. <laughs> you sure? So, um, I'm yeah, pretty I'm, confident. I'm positive. So uh, Inamari, uh, he's like kind of he he uses he like talks to this kid and sort of like, you know what he does? He does sort of like the uh, Higarashi cop thing where like he explains the plot by talking oh, to this in, kid. Inu Inugami, my Inugami. bad. close, close enough. Um, Give me some credit here. But the nice thing about the cousin is that this cousin and the the MC knows that like dead animals are being disposed of um, under like the new moon, and um, as they talk more, the um, Inugami guy points to this what's we find out is a life stone around the MC's neck. And he's like, hey, well, you know, what's up with this? And um Inugami basically explains that life stones are given and it proves that he wasn't abandoned. 
like they're given by parents and prove that he wasn't abandoned. And he was like, Hey, do you want to know like who your actual, you know, parents are? And he's like, ah, I don't know. Like, it's not really worth it. Um, fast forward to the actual son getting into like a fist fight, um, with the cousin and the actual son steals the lifestone away from the cousin. And the cousin turns into like a fucking demon. Um, Fortunately, this doesn't happen any more times. I'm sure we'll get more of it as the anime goes on, but it doesn't happen within the first three episodes. So he turns into a little demon, the sun runs off, and the cousin puts his little lifestone back on. Um, this is whenever, uh, I think this is when it happens, when Inugami explains that he is half demon, half human. Yep. Um, and, like, by default, it, we don't know this yet, but he's like, he's dead. Like, his character is, like, actually fundamentally not alive, despite him moving around. But uh, Inugami and the kid were... Oh, I almost forgot the best part. Um, uh, the line, um, I'm going to show you my rear just this once, comes up in the anime oh, where... Oh, um, Lord, what a weird thing to say to a child. Yeah, so weird. they think that's just so fucking funny. Yeah, it's real weird. <coughs> yeah, um, it's just dumb and annoying. Inugami turns his ass around and, like, shows off the fact that he has, like, a really small little tail. And um, he's like, yeah, I'm not human either, dude. So, like, you know, we're we're kimono kindred spirit together. Um, well, they find the Beast Eaters, and it's like some demon-looking, like, deer thing. Yeah, it was two dogs and then a bigger deer. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the dogs. You're right. That's yeah, okay. Don't worry about it. I no, got you. Yeah, 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 just fire me. But, um, no, no, I'm here for you. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm uh, actually fired. here for you. I knew it. One of you would. <laughs> Just, hey, please don't tell <laughs> our wasn't producer. Me. I knew I was on my like last <laughs> strike. If he finds out, I'm totally fucked. <laughs> so anyway, it turns out that um, Inugami has the ability to just straight up <laughs> has the ability to like straight up just summon a gun, and um, <laughs> and that's like that's his power. He could just like have a gun. Which is um what what anime did we watch that did that? Um, uh, there was literally a there some oh Darwin's game Darwin's game had that yeah oh yeah 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 he could manifest things it's kind of that only yeah it's it's kind of that he manifests a gun it shoots spirit bullets and they make a point of showing the casings that come out of the spirit gun disappear <laughs> like I give a shit what happens to the casings. And the best part is, is he runs out of ammo. Like one time he <laughs> fires he makes... a spirit gun. It's like, dude, just make more bullets. You, yeah, what do no you offense, care? Though, no offense, though. I respect that uh, because then he has to get a new gun, unlike in most action movies where even after he should be out of bullets, he just keeps firing. Well, he fired more than the gun can hold anyway. Did he? Like, of course did he, he did. Did you count? Did you count? That's a fact. I don't think he did. It's supposed to look like a, like a fucking desert eagle. And, and I mean, obviously it's Japan, so... They're just taking bits and pieces of a gun they don't fundamentally understand and slapping it together. But, yeah, he fires, like, 12 times. He puts, like, six into that deer's head alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, the um, the little kid is, like, super fucking strong. As in, he shoves his hand down the throat of the deer, and instead of having his arm bit off because, like, you know, his arm is in the mouth of this, like, big fang deer, he just instead breaks the neck of the thing and, like, rips it off entirely. Um, so there's yeah. that. Didn't want to forget about that. Also, in, in my, like, recurring theme of I want some, like, really weird anime on based on, like, a very specific niche thing, 
I want an anime where somewhat background character has the exact same spirit gun that uh, Inugami has. And when he has to reload, you just see him turn his gun to like 45 degrees. And then he clicks it while saying, reload, reload. As if it's like an arcade game. Uh, yeah, like he's in an arcade game. Yeah. I'd enjoy that. Like, and he's not a main character. Reload. He's just in the background. Reload. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I have to fire have to off reload. screen I, I, in order to reload It's the my only gun. way to what? make this happen. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, so, again, the um, he so Inugami reveals that he was actually hired by the mother to kill the uh, the cousin. Because... The mother thinks that the cousin is the one, MC, again, the cousin is MC. Um, she thinks MC is the one that's doing all the killing. And it happens to be that that's not the case because it's this, like, the two wolves and the deer. Um, but to quote Inagami, yeah, she's never going to believe that that's, like, a coincidence. So it's just going to be way easier to just kill you now. And um, he's like, all right, just one more time. Do you want to meet your parents? And our MC smiles at this gun pointed at him and says, nah. And Inugami just puts a fucking, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, kill me. And he does. He kills him. Um, takes the corpse back Shoots to him right in the head. Yep, yep. shoots Credits him right roll. in the fucking head. Credits roll. The only episode anime. one turns would've, out. Would have been a better anime. Uh, that's a very good anime. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Inugami takes the body back to the mother and the mother is like not sad at all about you know the cousin being dead. But um, is sad because her baby boy, the son, got like caught in the crossfire and was knocked out. And he's like, "All right, well, we're gonna take this uh, take this body and we'll dispose of it." And uh, he tosses the uh, the body in the back of the car, and obviously he's not dead. Like they're driving away, and the kid wakes up, and you know, his head's all healed, everything's fine. Um, they get to the like the hideout for his. He has he's like technically a part of like a crew. But because anime is addicted to this idea, he he's like sort of um. What's the guy from Oliver Twist, where he's like the leader of all of the, uh, the. Is it Oliver? No. The band of misfits. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a leader. About. There's um. It doesn't matter. There's a leader of all the orphans that steal, and I just can't remember the guy's name at the moment. Yeah. I don't he's either. like that. It's like a thirty thirty or forty year old man that collects small children that have nowhere else to go. And totally uses them for legal purposes, and probably doesn't yeah, pimp them yeah. out. It's 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 Jack Dawkins. We're getting word from our producer. It's Jack I Dawkins. Don't think it's Jack Dawkins, but we'll the go with Jack Dawkins. The Artful Dodger. The Artful Dodger. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Artful his Dodger. name is Jack Dawkins. Oh, okay. I never knew the real name. Oh, well, yeah. Well, you know, that's why we have a guy. Also, a quick fact check by me, Jay. He fired seven bullets before having to reload. I counted. Just so you know. It's about right, I guess. Yeah. I mean, seven's so, at least you know. believable. Of course, like, it looks yeah, like he's firing like the shell casings aren't right, so whatever, it doesn't matter. Well, I've just counted the number of gunshots I heard. I just think it it's pretty fucking embarrassing that when he fires his last spirit bullet, his slide locks back and he has to just <laughs> get rid of the gun. Yeah, he has to aim off screen, JW. We talked about it's this. It's fucking amazing. No, no, and stupid. I'm not saying anything else isn't embarrassing about it. I just mean that he at least fired only seven bullets. You know. It goes nowhere, but it it's there. wait. It's is it at least seven bullets, or is it only? No, no. Seven I mean, bullets? I'm sorry. He fires seven. I, what I meant by that is that he at least, <laughs> like, oh, never mind. The act, I mean, I'm I pretty the sure he fires at least. He fires at the dogs. They each no, take he fires a two shots at the dogs, and then he fires five shots. A uh, one shot, and then four shots. At, one shot. 
that uh, uh-huh. the shell casing disappears and then four more into the neck of the deer. I just mm. watched it and counted. Mm. I'm just letting you know. You know, I just was complain now. about this like level of granularity about the details, but we did the exact <laughs> same thing for Higarashi. So, like, I mean, the real issue is that none of it matters because it's a spirit gun. Like of all the times, yeah. I don't care how many bullets the thing has in there. It's yeah, now, exactly. and that's the one time they seem to care about counting. <laughs> yeah. I do. That is a very strange dichotomy. All right, I have a spirit gun. Oh, sweet. So it never runs out of ammo? Shit amount no, of ammo. no, it's actually a very realistic spirit gun. It's like a real gun, only I can make it do this, and he makes it vanish. See? Isn't that neat? <laughs> then why don't you no. conjure an extended mag, you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's beyond his What's ability. What's an extended mag? Oh, never mind. Yeah, they're, it, not, they're not allowed in Japan. <laughs> It's like Darwin's game. He just hasn't touched one yet. He has to touch it. And oh, yeah, he's gonna be fine. That why he's collecting all those children, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh no. Oh, no, no, no. Hello. No. We don't like we don't... children's music. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I, I need something more mature. Bring him back, bring him back the old ones. I like this. It's very grown up. Just, <laughs> just play just the intro to it, Wonder Egg. It's, it's just. <laughs> I know we're not there yet, but Wonder Egg priority is exactly what happens when you give like a nine-year-old uh, an inflated ego, and they're like, oh, "I'm so much smarter than those five-year-olds." I'm gonna write a story about dark things. We'll get there. We'll but get all there. the bad things you'll have adults do to me. You'll have your moment to shine. And then I hit him with a mace. <laughs> so um, in uh, the end of episode one, the Inugami, that was his name, Inugami gives MC a hoodie from a locker that that's where like he gets his like clothes that he never changes ever again. And it's just a picture of like skulls and crossbones. And um, is on the hoodie. It's the jacket is. from and Donnie Darko. Yes, it is. Um, and then he gets sprayed with some cologne to hide his uh, kimono musk. His kimono stank. Yeah. Episode two. Um, it's revealed that uh, Inugami has a collection of children, like Jack Dawkins, the artful, artful dodger. Um, the there's a little pink-haired boy, which I'm sad to say does not have electricity powers, like I was hoping he would. A uh, pink. Um, Huh? Yeah, he's got Blue. pink hair. Wait, oh, oh, pink hair. The guy with the spider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought he would have electricity powers. <laughs> I yeah, keep that was, forgetting that was my shot. the the other little boy is a boy, despite the all classic... of them are boys. Yeah, I know. every it, one of them it, are it's, boys. It's yeah. the classic anime, you know, bait and switch. They're like, oh, check this person out. They're drawn like a girl, and they're voice acted by a girl, and they act like a girl. But how they dare have a bunch you of girls? Ha ha! It's another effing boy. And now and then that's when r slash animemes rise up and go, no, a trap is our word. And you're like, Jesus oh, Christ, guys, fuck, man. Like I. <sighs> All right. It's so, just it's just like like that character. It's just it's just a girl, and then they'll tell you it's a boy, and that's as am, much character development as it gets. A on that girl. Head. I am drawing, I am drawing, aha, it's another freaking boy, I mean, the, got him. The em. only real problem. Stop it, Japan. Like, there are plenty of, the, the character could exist. The problem is the fact that every single time you see a character that resembles that in the slightest, Japan does it over and over again. And they so do like, it for no reason. Yeah, they fundamentally do not understand what's going there's on. No, like, there's no point to him being a boy or a girl. There's no, 
And it, has, it serves no function to his character or the story at all. It's just there because it's somebody's fucking thing. Oh, and yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I mean, it, it's, it's so like fucking those, transparent. Anytime a character like that exists, you just have to assume that it was created in bad faith. Like, it's just, it, there's yeah, no other way to interpret it. Because you can't, I literally cannot come up with a reason why it is that way. I, I mean, and I'm going back no to our discussion on uh, uh, I was reborn a sex predator in another world. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I, I believe we need to uh, first address something. Um, okay. I found yeah. out a very, very, very sad and disheartening detail that confirms why we should not have kept watching that. Uh, you know that like hentai he was watching in that one little off shot where he's uh, in his apartment. Oh yeah, I I don't remember anything yeah. about it though. But yeah, uh, it's not it's not porn. What is it? Uh, later on in the story, it's revealed that it is literally a video of his young cousin. Are you fucking kidding? I'm not kidding. So wait, wow. he had his ass kicked by his family for skipping out on a um for a being girl. a legitimate sex offender. Ooh. Wait well, a minute, wait Glad a minute. that didn't go through. Wait, let me just confirm. So Yeah, he, Google he that shit. Watching, he was watching like a sex tape of his cousin? Just just put in the name of the anime and cousin porn, you're I talking guess. To, you're talking about Mushoku Tensei. Yeah, right? Mushoku Tensei. All right, Ethan, you keep talking. I'm going to look this yeah, up. Yeah, I don't you want go you go ahead and Google that shit. Anyway, point is, I want a point given back to me because he is legitimately a convicted sex offender. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. he's not convicted. Well, he's he's not, not convicted. Yeah, but his family found mm, out. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, his it family is, it found is out. Not, he's not convicted. I think he you dodged say conviction by dying. No. <laughs> <laughs> not fair. I don't think so, because I think Whatever. he was a shut-in for a while there, Jay. Whatever. I Ethan, he... continue with your synopsis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, episode two continued. Uh, the pink-haired boy is basically all anger all the time, and uh, you know he's actually like... That uh, blonde-haired guy from Persona 5, whatever his name is. But uh, he's basically that character. And, oh, um, that little piss ant. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, about. you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just can't remember his name right now. But, um, I don't either. He, he's so fucking annoying. Which, for the record, no joke, that guy has lightning powers. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, whatever. Wait, which one? Uh, we're, we're saying which in Persona one? 5. The, the in Persona one. 5, oh, the, oh, yeah. the guy who looks yeah. like fucking Killua also has lightning powers. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. His yeah, hair yeah. is blonde and not white, but, you know, whatever. So, um, anyway, oh, yeah. the as Jay and Mike and I have already said, the white-haired girl, the one that is, even the MC is like, oh, you're a really pretty, like, pretty woman, pretty girl, is a boy for here to no unknown reason. reasons um, other than just someone gets off on that. Um. Uh, there are, the first thing they respond to is there are these, like, they're not man-eating bugs, but they're, like, bugs <laughs> that bite you and cause you to get so much depression you fall on the ground. You, you know what it is? You know what it is? It, that, that character is a boy in the exact same way that, like, Disney will put, uh, representation in their movies. They'll be, like, they'll freeze a frame, and there'll be a character way in the back, and they'll be like, hey, you see that person over there? Yeah? He's gay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right, moving on. <laughs> it, it's like even worse too because I'm like I don't really want to go down this rabbit hole because we've already done it so many times. But like the short answer is that Japan just like either probably both actively hates trans people and gay people in general, Pretty or much. and and or fundamentally you know like hates them, hates and probably doesn't understand them. 
Because, like, there is a legitimate space where someone could exist as the character that is in this show. Like, that trope. People are not tropes, but I'm saying, like, a person can exist that is a man that identifies as a man but chooses to act very feminine and look very feminine. I have no problem with a person like that existing in the slightest. But when Japan does this over and over and over again, they, like, clearly either fundamentally do not understand what is going on with, like, gender identity, or they just fucking hate uh, anyone that's queer at all. So yeah, like, they, They're intentionally taking shit away from their, like, position and argument by being like, oh, here's a character, they just do it. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. No, I, I think it's a little more subtle than that. I think Japan has a real serious fucking problem with youth, and it wouldn't be the first time where... I think part of the reason that it's a boy, but it looks really, really cute like a girl is that there's a thing in Japan and a lot of Eastern Asia where like little young boys who look kind of like girls are the uh, uh, the pinnacle of youthful beauty. And I think oh, this I don't is know just anything a, about this. Yeah, it, they're called lady boys. All right. And a lot of people oh, go to Taiwan oh, to okay. uh, purchase them. But I know basically, the, the general idea of it is that there's a thing in, in that region, and Japan included, where young boys who are effeminate and look a bit like young girls are considered extremely beautiful. So I think that this is just a super fucking lazy way of trying to tell us that a character is pretty, despite the fact that they didn't feel like putting that on the character in any way. So they're just like, oh, it's a boy that passes for a girl. So, you know, it must be cute. I'll bite. I guess. Um, I don't. This is definitely one of those things where I just don't know. Not, like, I'll trust. It's clearly you, somebody's thing. But, like, it's really just identifying, like, why it's somebody's thing. Oh, it's I a lot of people's thing. Yeah. I mean, I could bite that, too. Like, it, I mean, for the record, even if that is, like, the 100% accurate reason, it is still wildly insensitive and doesn't yeah yeah no 100 percent. and you know it it would be nice if people who if it was like oh you know little boys who act like little girls that can be cute that's why we don't have a problem with trans people no it's the exact fucking opposite they're like no no no, you're you're a boy you can act like a girl to be cute when you're a kid but then when you get older it's not cute anymore you can't do that yeah right it's like always treated like a. what, what do you mean that's always how you saw it no 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 you can't that's wrong that's wrong you better stop you better stop or we're going to censor you when we ship your anime to Russia. Ha! <laughs> Not available in Russia. Ah, fuck. <laughs> All right, but moving on. I don't I don't want to I don't want to go down too far on this hole. We already gave it too much time. So um the the event is that there are these like bugs that uh, basically show up whenever there's like a guilty person or like a depressed person and the whole crew responds to like handle the bugs. And the cops on the scene are like, oh, fuck, we, we don't know how to solve this problem. And uh, actually, one of the cops was, like, already eaten by the bugs, uh, which is, like, based and great. So, like, you know, go bugs. But the uh, the characters try to come up with, like, a way to solve the problem, which, for the record, do the cops understand that, like, they're going to solve this in, like, a paranormal way? I, I don't. It's completely unclear to me what they think these people are going to do. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know. They, I, it they, is completely unclear to on me. On the one hand, the they specifically called them. On the other hand, they have <laughs> no idea what they're looking at. So, yeah. so the, only thing that, the only thing that I can think of 
is that so it's revealed like in the third episode about the, all the cops and whatnot. The only thing I can think of is it's tied into that because otherwise there's just no no reason you would call this guy and his band of kids to come solve your mysteries like they were Scooby Doo. Yeah, it, it said that we called some specialists, and then the specialists showed up and they don't know who they are. So it's like, so you, did you? What did you call? Like, you call dispatch and say, help, line. help, help. There's spooky shit. And they're like, ah, hit, like, hit the spooky shit button. And the spooky <laughs> shit button just calls a person they don't even know. Well, you, you got to call like, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, the mayor calling the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, but when the <laughs> Ghostbusters get called, they know the Ghostbusters are coming. Because That's they've true. heard of the Ghostbusters. So when the Ghostbusters show up, they're not like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> you <laughs> well, called like me, asshole. Like, oh, you're the specialist. He's like, you can't take children in there. He's like, oh, these are specialists too. And the guy's like, oh, I'm terribly sorry. Oh, I, uh, okay. I didn't know. <laughs> maybe maybe these are just know. like maybe these are like hyper realistic people. Like for instance, if if like zombies actually were a thing in our world, and someone ran up and was like, hey, the zombie apocalypse is happening, I'd be like, all right, well, bullshit until you like show me proof. But as soon as I saw like video of it, I'd be like, huh. All right, this is happening. I know how to respond. Maybe these cops are just like hyper realistic. You're like, oh yeah, these these people, they're specialists. They have magic powers, and you're like, yeah, all right, fuck it. No, Whatever. I don't even think they like, know they have magic powers, Ethan. I think they just know they're specialists, and that's it. Well, maybe maybe it's a yeah, gibby auto. I'm world, wholly you know? convinced they have no idea what these people do except go in a room, the problem solved. They come out and they go, wow, glad we called you, you specialists, because you dealt with it. Uh, yeah, I think we got to look at this. <laughs> Our guy, from... sorry about Tommy and wanting to burn the whole place down. Uh, you know, it's just shock and everything. Uh, well, what if we look at this from like a post Gibiata lens? Like, you know, in the world of Gibiata, then time travel is possible and everyone just assumes that that's possible, right? So, like, well, I mean, this is a ninjas, world. So. What's that? There's ninjas. So, I mean, anything's yeah, possible. So exactly. Might as well be time Gibiata travel. Gibiata yeah. exists. So, I mean, time travel probably does too. Yeah. I don't know what So, like, if there's a specialist <laughs> to handle, like, paranormal activities, then, like, I mean, in the world of Gibiata, like, of course, that must be possible then. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see Gibiata. I just think with this, they're just like, all right, you're a specialist that deals with this. That's why I think it has to be tied into that whole situation with that fox lady. It's the only thing that gives it any credence or any water. I yeah. guess. It lets it hold any water Except is that, that she's in control of the whole police, and so they just believe whatever they're told to believe and whatnot, and that's it, the only reason they call specialists. Except that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because, like, the, the issue they had was one where... Um, the the lady in episode three is like mind controlling people and it's all an illusion. So like it's, it well, seems she really, really weird. Minds, she does mind control people. That's for real. Yeah. I, I know, I know, That's but like real. what's weird is that they would, <laughs> they would do cause like they didn't seem like they knew what they were doing. So it was like, okay, that might be mind control. But then at the same time they were, they were getting called to a thing that they didn't know what it was beforehand. So it's like, so if this lady's in charge of the police and then someone comes back and report spooky shit, why don't they call her? Why do they call her sworn enemy? Well, technically they're not sworn enemies yet. That's well, the whole point. What a, oh, whatever. Yeah, but you know, I, I understand where you're coming from and I, and I don't disagree with you. I think the whole thing is convoluted as hell. And I just, I, I just like that. And what, see, and here's another counter to it is the guys are sitting there like, ah, oh. it's like, should we really just leave it up to these investigators? And the guy's like, we've done all we could do. We even called the hazmat team. Like, I mean, I'm at, a, I'm at options yeah. here. We <laughs> might as well just go with these crazy. It's either that or burn the house down. And I just at least let these guys have a shot before we do that. Can't be bothered to burn the house down. Yeah, I, I gotta, Jeez I gotta start Louise. with, I gotta start with the 13 slash 14 year olds. 
It's unbelievable. Right in front of the kids who are crying about their mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I should say that. The uh, the people that are in the room being like eaten by these bugs are it's a mom and a small child. And then two small other children are like sitting outside of this house. <laughs> And they're no, no, they're inside the house. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they're in a different Every, room. Everybody right. is inside the house, and You're there's right. no reason that these two kids yeah, why who just they... watched their mom and and brother get eaten by bugs should still be inside yeah, why that why did the cops remove them from that scenario? <laughs> like, I... There's nothing we can do but let these kids sit here and cry and then burn the house Guys, down. Listen, That's all listen, I got. The house is literally on fire, but, like, we don't need to move the kids yet because it's just the other room that's on fire. The, <laughs> Once the fire comes to this room, then we'll move the kids. Yeah, I'm just saying, Jeez. why don't we we do an evidence based approach to this fire? You know, when the data provides itself, you know, into this room, then we'll respond in kind. I don't see a need to move before then. So oh. speaking of fire, and not that at all, uh, the uh, the female character, um, the like white haired boy that acts feminine who has a name but I don't know it. Um, is of course completely terrified of the bugs to fit in with the female stereotype. It's it's Akira, JW's favorite film. Is it actually mm-hmm. really Akira? Yeah, that's, that's Akira. his name. Wow. Yeah, right. and then the other dude's name is Shiki. It's not my favorite film, but <laughs> no, it's not. But you know, Jay, that's your favorite film? <laughs> no. Sorry. Oh, oh, wow, that's weird. Um, so anyway, there's uh, apparently the MC. How's this go? He has no blood. He can feel no fear. Uh-huh. He has no feel emotions, no pain. and he has no, no pain. yeah. He cannot feel pain. So mm-hmm. after the um the little spider guy, Shiki, you said, yeah, Shiki tries to like basically spin a bunch of webs inside of the room. And for the record, it was pretty smart. Like on some level, I mean, it wouldn't work perfectly, but it kind of made sense. Like he basically spins a web in the room, and then he whips the web at the ground, and it pulls all the bugs off the people. And I was like, oh, that's, like, kind of cool. Like, I, you know, it's, like, a decent use of the power. But, like, of course, because it's an anime, that power is not good enough because the little bugs yeah, immediately that's not the MC, it. so it's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and this is the second time that we see the, uh, the silk, that, like, his, like, web silk immediately fail after he uses it, which is, like, once it's traditional for anime to make the M- MC look powerful. Twice, that character is now worthless. <laughs> I don't know why he's here, because he's functionally worthless to me. Um, he's here to be the MC's buddy. Yeah, I mean, that's it. You're right. Um, turns out the reason why the bug showed up is because one of the kids stole shoes to give to his mom, and then one of the other kids made this, like the thief feel bad about it. And as soon as that kid felt guilty, the bugs just like swarmed all over the entire family. Um... At the very end, there's a phone call between the fox guy, Inugami, and what turns out to be, like, a fox lady. And he says, like, listen, I, you know, sort of have, like, an ace in a hole. And, um, you know, I'm going to send him your way soon. So we go to episode three. Episode three, uh, we are immediately introduced to the fox lady, who it turns out that she's, like, the, the leader of all the cops in Tokyo, I guess. Um, because that she can just keep them in like her enthrall, like you know, like she to 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 quote the show, feel free to sniff my res, uh, residual aroma. Mm-hmm. That's a line. Yeah, feel free, feel free. Um, so yeah, the entire anytime like, you want. Any yeah, just right up to my fucking armpit. Um, yeah, so she owns the cops, 
Uh, there's also a little mini fox that like works for her for whatever reason that's also 13, so you immediately know she's going to join, even if you weren't paying attention to the cover art where she's like on it. Um, anyway, uh, the MC meets with the fox lady, the big fox lady, and they basically talk about the lifestone around his neck. And as soon as she gets it off of him, she has mini fox chop off MC's head and put MC's head into a box because if they don't put it into a box he will like regrow eventually because he can't be killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Minnie Fox makes herself look like um, MC and goes back outside to like see MC's friends to make them like leave. And um, MC's friends realize that like something is going wrong. So a fight ensues. Uh, at one point in time, they manage to get the suitcase off of the like mini Fox that's pretending to be MC open it up and are surprised to see the head of MC. Well, don't worry. He's still still more useful as just a head than any of his friends are um, yep. because they fastball special his head, just his head, at the, uh, the mini fox, and he bites her shoulder so hard she passes out. And, yeah, uh, she, MC, just, she just clocks right out. Yeah, done. she's just done. KO. And, uh, MC even thought, by the way, remember, MC didn't even know he had, like, superpowers until, like, I think two days before this. I don't, I think the implication is that he always knew and that he was just extremely reserved. Because you get that story, I think, in the first episode where the the actual son of the abusive mom told a story about how he pushed the cousin into a ditch and he, like, whacked his head and died. And then, but then, oh, yeah. then just regenerated. So, and like he's always doing manual labor, so he I forgot about that. Probably knows he's strong. He just doesn't I don't know, he doesn't think to rip his so, fake ass stepmom in half and then just leave. This is an instance where you are right, but the lines, the dialogue they use yeah, to the, show that is so bad that it makes me question it. I am right. The show does not want to acknowledge that fact, so they try mm. to gloss over it in the hopes that you don't think about it. Yeah, and, and the Very reason true. why I even brought it up is because the line where, like, after he bites the shoulder of that, like, mini fox, he says something to the effect of, oh, I thought that would, like, kill her. Like, I thought I was going to do more damage with just his teeth. Yeah, or he thought he would get somewhere better, or, like, maybe yeah. he'd hit the neck or something. I don't know. But, yeah, he... It, it was real weird. He, the sec you're right, the second he is suddenly working for Ghostbuster Man... He has nothing but the utmost confidence in his supernatural abilities to yeah. do anything he wants. Exactly. And that just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It, it's, it's because so it's a fucking shonen power fantasy, and he's got to be the most powerful fucking thing on the planet. Yeah, because why this not? This is season why one. It? It's season why one of Why earn anything? Why, why earn anything? I, yeah. No, you can't earn anything. You have to be handed the greatest thing of all time, because otherwise you'd have to work for it. You say yeah, you're going to work for it, and you're going to work really hard, but you never actually do any work. Because we've seen what that looks like in Lemillion, in, uh, you know, and it's just a terrible character to see that he had to work real hard to master his powers, and he's still working on I would much rather see Deku just get handed a strand of hair yeah, exactly. and become the strongest thing in the universe. That is what I more relate to. It I do not know how to me. work hard. I only know how to be handed handouts. That's yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah, but like Deku, he like works really hard. There's like a shot one time in season There's one like where he like lifts a weight. He lifts a weight, Mike. That's well, hard also, work. Uh, he cleaned a beach of trash. Jay, do you remember the scene where that um, made him jacked? 
Do you remember the scene where he's sitting in a classroom and he's just he's not actually sitting, he's hovering above his chair? Oh yeah, he's, he's wall he'd sitting. Been given power. Yeah, he's yeah. wall sitting. Yeah. <laughs> Without no offense, the wall. kid, but how am I supposed to take anything you do seriously? <laughs> Who gives a fuck how long you can wall sit? Deku, Deku makes CrossFit look like a legitimate sport. I know. <laughs> the things he did in that class. His training is so fucking bogus. And then when it comes down to it, he never uses any of that training. Like, he no, solves no. all of his problems just, with his superpower. He just says a bigger number. He just says a bigger number, like yeah. 1 million he doesn't percent, use, and then he's like, stronger. He's training his physical body because there's a line of text that says, the stronger I get, the more I can handle the power. But that's bullshit. That's never shown to be the case at all. No, I mean, his hands don't... Br- like, he doesn't train his hands, but his hands still fucking explode anytime he uses the Yeah, power. and then like, when he got stronger, they still exploded. And yeah, then yeah, when he exactly. realized how he could, you know, avoid this entire problem altogether, it wasn't because he was physically stronger at all. No, 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 it was his not. physical strength means absolutely nothing. Oh. That's why All Might looks like a fucking Holocaust survivor 90% of the time. Because when he turns on his power, it doesn't matter how strong his body is. Yeah. It's supposed to be the same fucking power, you hack. Oh, so worthless. Anyway, didn't mean to go on that tangent, but you get it. No, it's great. Um, the end of this episode basically has uh, the, the big fox lady. She's driving away, and she looks down at the lifestone, and it turns into like a doll. And um, that's whenever the Inugami guy gives her a phone call and is like, if you can't recognize my illusions, you must really be slipping. You must be getting old. (laughs) So, yeah, it was a ruse the whole time. So that's great. Yeah, like we all didn't see that coming. Jeez Louise. Well, I mean, you kind of understood it because we had been shown. You know, set up and payoffs. No, style. Jay, it's because I'm not old, so I can still see oh, through oh, his you're illusions. Right, you're right. It's yeah, it's because that's you're why under he the hires age. young children because they can see through his illusions. And let's be honest, right? is there anything a woman doesn't want to hear other than she's old? I mean, every yeah, time I, uh, I know a woman and I tell her she's old, she goes ballistic and commits a murder. I mean, that's just a I thing tell I tell my wife she's old every day, and I'm pretty sure the bodies just keep piling up in yeah, our house. Yeah. <laughs> One day it's gonna be you, man. I'm running out of closets. Yeah, uh, one of these days, I'm going to run out of bodies for her to kill that aren't me. What a wacky know. set of situations, huh? <laughs> this is like the second time this podcast where Let the Right Ones in is coming up, and I feel like this is pretty relevant, where you're just getting bodies for your wife and being like, hey, honey, you look old today, and then she just murders someone. You're like, I'll get another. <laughs> no problem. I'll get another one, honey. Was this the uh, pizza delivery boy? Did you forget the pizza? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, now I wrote an anime. Tipping. You see, it's quirky and funny, but it's just something I can turn my brain off and watch, you know? Is this the pizza delivery boy or the pizza delivery girl? I don't know, but that's pretty cool. Oh, they all taste what? the same to me, boo-boo. <laughs> oh, no. Yogi Bear's eating children, androgynous children. Oh, no. I don't know where we've gone, hey, but I'm enjoying what'd it. What'd you bring for hey, me today? Hey, boo, boo, boo. Hey, boo, 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 boo. What you want to do? Oh, I'm I can't eat that. androgynous kid. Those ethnic <laughs> children are so spicy. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm tired of eating androgynous kid. Shut up, boo, boo, before I eat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just wrote a hit. We just wrote a hit. <laughs> Yeah, God, we so could bad. we could probably uh, just pass it off to whoever greenlit um uh, the oh, like the second Roxanne, or Such Roseanne, mental trash. 
so the end of a, are you talking about that Space three. Jam bunny again? What? No. The um. Yeah. Is it Roseanne? That like show I, that no came idea. back oh. for a moment was so offensive it got canceled. Yeah. I guess. Well, no, she was offensive. Yeah, the, the show, show was boring and stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, she did something offensive, and that's what got her canceled. Made yeah, the I mean, Cosby show look never... exciting. Well, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, <laughs> topical with the, you know, two different, whatever. Anyway, the, the end of episode three. So basically the fox, the mini fox follows them home and is so tired and, um, like, exhausted that she can't manage to, like, kill MC again. So no, she's they, hungry. Yeah, That's yeah, she's either. hungry, yeah. So they Fucking hilarious, man. Growl. Was that you know her stomach? You know what's even hey, funnier Hey, boo-boo, how about you eat a little tiny girl, huh? <laughs> Honestly, the joke for me wasn't that she was hungry and, like, that's, like, the typical anime theme. The joke for me is how they immediately started grooming her. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. she is... The the implication is that she'll do anything to be called a good girl because that's, like, what the big fox lady Uh, calls her. And get head pads? What? And get head pads. And get head pads. Head pads are important. Head pads, pizza, and saying you're a good girl. She's a literal dog. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing is like knowing that sh- she functions like a dog. Um, the thirty yeah, plus get it because she's a fox spirit. Isn't that funny? It's basically you can a dog. treat her like a dog because she sort of is a dog. Yep. Nice. Fuck. And dude. Eat pizza off the ground, you stupid. I'm gonna dog. go steal my neighbor's dog. I also hate that they put black olives on both different types of pizzas. That's fucking disgusting. Like, just one of them was a meat lovers with black olives, and the other was pineapple ham with black olives. Ew, I just like you're just yeah, it was nasty. You're just trying to a kid eats nasty fucking it. pizza. God, they, they should that would that would have been a topical joke. He's like, you you've never had pizza before, dude. You got to try this. And he tries. And it, he and tries. He's like, like pineapple like tastes like shit. <laughs> 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 ah! I would have laughed at that joke so. Oh no! Yeah, it tastes like garbage. Is this supposed to be on here? God! Yeah, it's something about the pineapple and the ham makes me want to throw up. Uh, hey, for the record, not surprising at all. When I used to eat ham, I enjoyed Hawaiian pizzas. I, I have no problem with them. Uh, Get off the thanks, pod. I know, I'll just leave. Yeah, thanks, hold on, thanks, hold on. Thanks, yeah. Ethan. Thanks. Anyway, anyway yeah. how old is uh, that we're pineapple? Gonna move, we're gonna move on. Uh, to the much uh, darker and very intellectual mm-hmm. and very smart uh, anime, uh, Wonder Egg. Uh, so, Jay, tell us about Wonder Egg. The uh, What is it called? The proxy? Wonder Priority. Egg Priority. by Proxy. Priority. Oh, Jeez, sorry. So, um, what, what, was the, what did it say in the review? This, uh, if cancer oh. was pretentious... It would be Wonder Egg priority. Yeah. That's a little too far. That's too far. I think this doesn't even really come off as pretentious because it's just that fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, it has all of the intelligence of one of the bad episodes of The X-Files. <laughs> so basically, the premise of the show is... Uh, your first in- oh, and by the way, I watched. I think it was a Gigak video uh, in which he praises the or no, it wasn't Gigak. It was a um, Super Eye Patch Wolf in which he praises the character design of uh, 
this show, One Direct Priority. What? I want you. To, I want you to fucking remember is, that shit. I'm, not what? not the monster design, the character design. The, I'm the what character design? Shut up. What is all right? We're gonna what? get there. Well, so, so here before we before we move on, I will. Uh, I'll just get this. Don't one don't going. do it. Don't do it. Too bad. I enjoyed it. So ah, like I know it's not a surprise. Me. Yeah, ladies I, and gentlemen, for the so, third uh, straight season, Ethan falls for the pseudo intellectual trap. Will yeah. he ever learn his lesson? Probably not. But please tune in next week anyway. Fucking heterochromia slaps you right oh, in the face I in mean, the first eight seconds. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> the character saying, design, man. Wait, no, she's no, no, of no, no, two no. worlds. Wait, That's why she's got like two different eyes. Okay, focus on this. I enjoyed the anime. I don't give a fuck about the character design at all. I don't know how anyone would. Yeah, that's my. That's what I was getting at. Is I enjoy the anime, but if someone <laughs> takes away from this character design, I don't know why they would ever care. Like it's they're just they're just kids that are dressed. So whatever. Well, that's uh, good. That's a good start. That is. Her, a good, it's better than and, half the anime we watch. And I quote: "Her yellow raincoat and her dark hair really set up the character as being a dichotomy." Is this what? the super eye patch wolf? Yes. What? That is the what? sentence. Like I'm sorry. What is it, that? Sounds more pretentious than Wonder. He doesn't even talk about the fact that she has two different colored eyes. Yeah, that's that's like far worse than anything yellow Wonder raincoat. Yeah, you're right. Because people with dark hair can't wear yellow raincoats ever. That's or like just not wait, a wait, thing. even if that was your, like that's it. She has a bright coat and dark hair. That's your character design compliment. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, what an Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's stupid. That sentence was, Jesus. All right, do, do, you don't do even thing. mention the heterochromia. How? How are you so dumb? Well, anyway, this man likes Hunter like, X Hunter, comes... so he kind of, you know, his brain left him a long time the, ago. The heterochromia <laughs> just comes part and parcel with anime. You don't even notice shit like that at this point. Oh God. Anyway, so synopsis. Yep. Uh. This, the plot, and I'm going to describe the plot because going beat by beat on story is going to be very confusing. The plot is basically um, you have little girls, right? They exist. Mm-hmm. They are about young. Too young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're about Just in case young. you didn't know. Uh, and they go to school. Uh, 14, about 14. They go to yeah, this thing about. called school. And mm-hmm. at school, there are other children. Now, you might not have known this if you live in your basement, uh, but kids are assholes. They're all assholes. They have underdeveloped brains, and as a result, they're stupid. And as a result of being stupid, they're also very mean, especially to each other, because when you're a stupid idiot and you want to have power over something, you, like, insult it, even though the insults that you're saying don't make a whole lot of sense because you're stupid. Um, that's what you do. And when stupid children try to be mean to each other, we call that bullying. Remember that. So the plot is a girl. a long setup. <laughs> yeah, a, long, a young girl goes to school where she has a friend, and that friend uh-huh. gets bullied. She gets bullied so much. Well, that they she, both get bullied. Kind, yeah, they both get bullied. 
They both she get gets bullied. bullied for her heterochromatia, and then she meets a friend who likes her eyes, and then that friend gets. But bullied. she gets bullied for reasons I don't even pretend to understand. And oh, it's because because the the other children think that the teacher is giving her special treatment. I kid you not. That's yeah, what that, she says. That's what makes was zero worth sense. a human life. By the way, <laughs> I again, this is actually rather accurate because children are, as said before, incredibly stupid. Yeah, I mean, so, I, for the record, I believe that. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, no. I was this, bullied this, for less than that. Like, this I, part I, this part makes sense. Children are stupid, and they bully each other for stupid shit. What's unfortunately also relatively realistic is that the main character's best friend and only friend gets bullied so much that she kills herself. Now, that's very, very dark, and... It's not the first time in the world that this has been used as a setting for a TV show. However, much like BNA and Mushoko Tensei, whenever you try to engage with something that's real and dark and really sensitive, you have to be very careful with what you do with it. Because if you're not, you can come off as a huge fucking asshole. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens here. The people who wrote this come off as extremely fucking stupid assholes. So now we're going to do an actual synopsis. The main (laughs) character goes to sleep. At some point, I don't know. Uh, She goes into a dream world. In this dream world, she does a bunch of fucking nonsense. But, you know, it's a dream. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. She's crossing the street. And somebody honks at her, and she sees a dead bug, and she picks up the dead bug. She runs somewhere else that doesn't look anything like the place she just was. She digs a hole, and she buries the bug. She says a prayer. The ghost of the bug then appears in front of her and starts telling her that he knows about a really cool um, vending machine she should go to. Uh, she goes, oh, sorry, I didn't bring my wallet into the dream world. And he says, no problem. The first one's free, baby. It always which, is. Which I'll just say, as a Randian economist, you know, that should have been her first tip off. Like, there's no free lunch no matter what. That's so. true. That's true. So um, then she goes down an escalator and a fun slide into a crazy patio where two guys who look like rag dolls are having tea. They're a mannequin. They say... Get get one of these fantastic prizes. It'll make your wishes come true. She goes, ah, it's a vending machine full of eggs, fam. <laughs> Actually, she doesn't say that. She just goes over, she grabs an egg. Uh, and then she wakes up, and the egg is on her bed. And then she goes to school. Uh, except she doesn't no, go she, to school. Yeah, it's say, another no, dream, fucker. <laughs> Well, no, no, she just doesn't go to school in the real world because she's staying home because her friend got bullied in the suicide. Yeah, whatever. I, I, either way, at some point, we see a bunch of random scenes of her doing things in her house and trying to figure out stuff about the egg. And then she's like, uh, it's late at night. I'm going to go out. And she puts yep. on her raincoat and she cinches it up all the way to her chin. By the way, if you do this, you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> that's that's more character dichotomy. Yeah, it is. The, yeah, that, the, the actual know, raincoat itself. It really tells me something about her character that she zips up her her coat like a psychopath, and it's that I, I she's a fucking psychopath. Seem, I think they're trying to make her seem quirky with that. And by comparison, the normal way that they try to make anime girls seem quirky, this is better. Like, it, I don't. It doesn't mean anything to me. But if you're gonna try and make an anime girl seem quirky, 
I'd prefer this Why are we making her seem quirky? Because I didn't write the show. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly the that's answer. The it. reason they do it is because the person who drew it thinks it's cute, and that's it. I mean, yeah. So that's it. That's our character right there. So far, the only thing we know about her is that she has a friend who's dead. Uh, she's obviously very depressed and a shut-in, and the only time she really does anything is when she's in her dreams. By the way, when she says she's going out, she's not. She's dreaming. It's not real. Anyway, she goes into her dream, and she still has the egg. Um, and she sees, uh, she's, she's in school magically and she walks by and here's where we get into the real bullshit. She walks by two girls who are scribbling die on another girl's locker. Cause that's just what we, that's what goes for bullying in Japan. That's like there's no do. subtlety. There's no creativity. There's no, you know, like reason. <laughs> it's just, just die. Okay. So whatever, they're bullies, they're stupid children, they don't get it. She, she looks at this, she looked at this, and she is, is taken aback, she's shocked. And then because they hear the not noise of her being shocked, the two girls who are scribbling the, the hate crime turn around and they got pixelated faces. Now, it's at this exact point where we have to talk about something called unreal, like... Uh, or I guess we can't call it that. What are we going to call it? Tri just trippiness in general? So generally when you're making something that's supposed to be trippy, it's supposed to be symbolic. You know, like you're trying to push the envelope of what kind of story you can tell with these non-real things. Sure. So you got, you, got a, you got a thing, and it's supposed to represent something. Take a big fucking guess of what girls who are literally bullying someone who doesn't exist who have pixelated faces represents. I think they oh, might bull represent bullies. <laughs> okay, True. so we, we, have, uh, we have lost all subtlety right off the bat. But you know what? Fine. We have no subtlety, and the writer is a ginormous idiot hack. We can work with this. So what happens after that? The little girl, our main character, gets freaked out and tries to run away, at which point the subtlety gloves really come off. And a voice comes over the PA that says, hey, guys, message for all you new students. What do you do when you see someone getting bullied? That's right. Pretend you didn't see it at all. And then maniacally laughs. Great. So yeah, I, I, I mean, that's I real fucking you, subtle there, I'm boys. I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out what they were saying with that. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. What could they be saying? I, I don't know. What, what is the message here? Is the message here that... It's Taco Tuesday? Yes. I agree. It's Taco Tuesday. So moving on, she runs down the hall and she hides in the bathroom uh, like a person who gets bullied would do, I guess. I mean, So yeah. she's hiding. Yeah, okay, she's hiding. Okay, hold on. Yeah, that's like normal. Yeah, I get that. It's not subtle. So they hey, go from a thing right, that's supposed okay. to be subtle to a thing that's also just like it's happening. Okay, great. She gets bullied. I get it. Let's, let's go somewhere with this. So she's sitting and she's hiding in the bathroom. Uh, the toilet paper then begins talking to her. Why? I don't know, because it's in the room, I guess. Uh, and it says, it says, break the egg. And she's like, egg? What are you talking about? Oh, this thing. I got it right here. Uh, I can't break it. I tried to nibble on it earlier, and it was unbreakable. He goes, mm, <laughs> stop being a little stupid bitch and throw it. And she goes, yeah, fuck you, and throws the egg at the wall, thus proving she that she is an idiot. Way. And she misses, hardcore. 
so she throws the egg. It hits the wall and it breaks. And then it, it engorges. And it hatches into a little girl about her age. Uh, this little girl gets up and proceeds to insult her, saying that she's uh, dumb. Uh, why would you uh, wake me up in a place like this? Uh, how about you get out of the fucking bathroom? You're crowding me, bitch. So that guy who said all your wishes come true, it's not looking too good so far. Uh, she hatched a bitch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty reasonable to assume the, like, bug thing didn't exactly have, like, a good plan for this, for our, our main character. Yeah, yeah, cool, great. So, she hatches a bitch, <laughs> and uh, she goes out into the hallway, and eventually that girl comes out, and suddenly she's not a bitch anymore. She's like, ah, you know, we're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna hang out, I guess. And then the bell rings, you know, and it, but it's like a it's like a victory march kind of sound, I guess. It's weird. I don't know if that's normal or supposed to be spooky, but either way, it's, it happens. Uh, and then one of those girls holding two axes is just standing in the hallway looking at them, laughing, because that's, you know, that's what bullies do. They just laugh all the time. They think that shit's hilarious. So uh, bitch turns to main character and goes, yo, we got to run. Main character proceeds to turn around, look at the pixel-faced monstrosity holding axes, and goes, "What, like, like now?" Yeah, that 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 from that was really funny to me. Like, what's wait, what's is that, that the problem? Oh, is that is that she's like ten feet away? What's she gonna do? Yeah, like, I mean, she can't uh, get to us. Yeah, I know. She's just like she's over there. It's not a problem. Uh, she then picks up her axe and throws it. It spins a bajillion trillion times like a shrewkin and then clips the arm of bitch and bitch is now cut. Okay, so I guess bullies uh, try to murder you. you. You do remember that we're in like a fantasy world, right? I remember that subtlety like is the point of this shit. Like when, you're, when you're making a show about bullying uh -huh. and the only nuance in which you can portray bullies are... Uh, they laugh and they try to kill you. You're not doing anything smart I mean, at all. That's also not the only thing that they do. Is it? I mean, maybe what else not, do they maybe do? In this episode, that's the only thing they do. What else do they that. do? I mean, the fact that like the coach actively belittles the like the like. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, the coach the in the next one. Yeah, yeah, that's where we get the real subtlety. But for right now, this <laughs> this current example, no, that's all they do is they laugh and they try to kill you. Yeah, uh, and then a bunch of tiny simple. little eggs. Eggs, very subtle. Uh, you know why? Because egg. Egg. Eggs. Uh, yeah, so uh, they have little tiny feet and kitchen knives. Why do they have kitchen knives? Because that's like yeah, scary, right? Oh, okay, you're not going to like relate this to the bullying? Anymore? No. No, there's eggs. With knives. Okay, well, they're coming, and they're hopping all around the room, and they're coming for you. Uh, they run away. Oh, shit. Those spooky-ass things are coming for me. And uh, Bitch, who is leading the way, says, Watch out. Those are see-no-evils. What? Okay. Uh, and see no evils. The, the main character then goes, They're what? And she goes, I, I don't know. <laughs> 
that that is the line of dialogue that legitimately exists in here. They they're spooky monsters in a dream world, so they're, they're not real, and they're like uh you know like a figment of your your trauma, right? Except that they're eggs with a knife, and they're bouncing at you, and and then somebody else like somebody who designed these things just thought they were so fucking smart when they named them Ceno evils that they decided to insert a line of dialogue where they just tell you what they are. Why? Because they thought the name is cool. What does it mean? Nothing at all. Wait, I mean, it definitely means something. No, no, no. See no evils means something. There is no relation to the eggs. Nothing about the eggs. Egg or because they are... Because, because everything. Everything about their design has nothing to do with what see no evils w- would be. They're just, they're just eggs that try to stab you. They don't represent anything more than that. And you know they don't represent anything more than that because they just keep reusing them. So more importantly, the eggs, the, the Ceno evils are coming. And then somebody says, there's Ceno evils, guys. That's a cool name. And she goes, what? What are you talking about? She's like, God, sh- shut up. Don't think about it. And they run away. Um, blah, blah, blah. Chasing. No one cares. Uh, they end up on the roof. Um, oh, no, they don't. They end up in a classroom. They have yes. a little moment where bitch and main character are now friends and they do a little cute bit where they're like, oh, do you got any friends? No, I don't got any friends. <laughs> My friends are like, ah, bitch. And I'm like, ah, bitch. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I know that bitch. And I'm like, oh, anyway, we got to run now. The see no evils are coming. And she goes, main character goes, nah. Why not? Oh, um, I'm scared. And, uh, the bullies, they don't, they don't come after me. Oh, now see here, we've got some depth. We've got something yes, that's representative yeah. because yes. as we find out later, now honestly, even just in and of its own merit, you understand the dynamic here. You see, in this dream world, main character is a bitch, uh, a pussy ass bitch. And despite the fact that someone is in danger, she's not willing to stick out her neck to help her. Uh, that's what makes you a coward. So yeah, that's what we're showing. She's a coward. Okay. And then the other friend is like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, bye. She tries <laughs> to like play it off like it doesn't hurt, but obviously it hurts. I'm like, oh, okay. This is probably a thing that really happened to her. And now we're kind of reliving this trauma. Like we're being forced to relive it to inform her character. Oh, okay. The writers have shown up. Hello, writers. Are you going to stick around? <laughs> no. No. So she runs away, uh, at which point I think we just kind of teleport to the roof. Uh, nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. I don't, I'm not going to yeah, bother like explaining it. Roofs, yeah. yeah, two different roofs, nonsense, nonsense. I don't get it, whatever, who cares? Uh, anyway, uh, they go to the roof, and then the other girl's on another roof, and it's like far away. And she's like, hey, hey, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Ha ha ha. We're still friends, right? Peace, peace sign. Let you know everything's okay. She goes, ha, 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 I'm glad everything worked out. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't uh, condone a new friend to death. You got you to gotta mention Woo! the statue. Yeah, I will. Doesn't Give me a minute. Right, yeah, right. I know, but it, it doesn't fit with the overall plot, so I'll get to it in a second. Right. So they're so like, oh, everything's fine. Uh, uh-oh. The, the Ceno evils are coming. She's going to die because she's got nowhere to run because it's you know dream. Oh, shit. What am I going to do? I guess... Uh, I can't do nothing. She's my friend, I guess, because she 
flashed me a peace sign, and we had that moment earlier, even though that was the same moment where I abandoned her. Well, anyway, I'm going to get over my trauma. I'm going to turn my clicky pen into a giant mace. Okay, I guess. The clicky pen has never been shown to be anything meaningful to you. Yeah, the clicky pen I'm not a big fan of. So, like, I don't... I don't get that. I think that yeah. someone just designed it and they thought it was cool. It was like, yeah, she's used, isn't that cool? It turns the clicky pen into a, into a mace. Isn't that cool? I guess. I, she didn't even have the clicky pen like 10 minutes ago, but whatever. Here we go. She turns into a mace. She, she triumphantly leaps from one building to the other, showing that she's willing to risk her life to save a friend. And then she fucking pile drives that bitch into the ground like a seismic shockwave. And just pulverizes the, that bully. Just to be clear, the bully, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> she pulverizes the bully. She nails it. <laughs> pulverizes her friend into a million pieces. Yeah, no. <laughs> now I the, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so she pulverizes the bully, and then, dun, 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 yeah, you did it. You saved her. Oh, poof, she's gone. Because actually, um, she was never real. But we're still in a dream. I don't know why that needed to be said. I think i remembered when you turned your clicky pen into a mace well she uh, anyway, was real like no 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 we don't know that yet uh, but okay, for right, right now that's just a random person who appeared and now has disappeared so uh the the voice of god comes up and says congratulations you have passed revel one uh please <laughs> co- please collect your prize your prize is you get to stroke a statue of your dead friend. Ooh. Ah, see, now we get to the statues. You see, her friend killed herself. And when she killed herself, uh, I believe the implication is that she jumped off of the roof. Yeah, she did. Uh, yes. Big help all of those little fences were doing, huh? By the way, uh, the roofs of uh, Japanese schools all have fences to keep you from trying to kill yourself because apparently this is just a huge problem. Not that that yeah, fence Japan works, does, by the Japan, way. Japan, like, legitimately has a pretty high suicide rate, if I remember correctly. Yeah, crazy idea. So, yeah, yeah, uh, very subtly implied uh, that that girl killed herself by jumping off the roof when we showed a very, very tasteful <laughs> shot, point for me, of a little girl's corpse and her brain splattered on the sidewalk. Yeah, that was not good. Yeah, thanks. I, I got it. She jumped off the roof and killed herself. You didn't need that shot. I knew. I thought it was an art piece. Yeah, an art piece, tasteful. real art piece. I love it when the little girl's covered in blood. Like I would, put, I would put that right up next to Michelangelo's David. I think they're both very mm-hmm, they mm-hmm, hold a mm-hmm. lot of meaning in my heart. Yeah, but Michelangelo don't get me going like this one does. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, so yeah, uh, that girl killed herself by jumping. So her statue is on the roof. Uh, it's an angel crying. Ah. So naturally, MC curls up next to her. Best friend says, best friend, I miss you so much. I'm so sorry for what I did. <coughs> to be continued in episode two. Yep. Or to be explained in episode two. Uh, but, you know, the bug who told me all my wishes would come true, I'm going to just kind of infer that when he said that, uh, he meant that he's going to bring you back to life. I'm also going to infer that I have to keep breaking open these eggs and saving people to do that. Um, yes. Nowhere is this explained to be true. Correct. Uh, and she's just kind of making it up. But you know what? There it is. That's her mission. She's going to break open eggs, get waifu of the week, save waifu of the week from her very subtle trauma, and then stroke a statue, and then maybe one day her best friend will come back to life. 
Okay, cool. End episode. Episode two. Wait, wait. Before we move on. So you saw no symbolism in that episode. Of course I fucking saw the symbolism. It was so ham-fisted, I might as well have worn a fucking helmet. Okay. I had to protect my head from how unsubtle it was. So, for instance, the character that she saves during that episode is who? Because, like, it basically the entire point of the episode is, is no one, technically speaking. But who does she She represent? is a person who killed themselves. Right. From bullying. Right. Like basically her friend. experiencing the exact same thing that her friend did, and also the steps Which means that she what? walked through. What? Yeah, she, she overcomes her specific character trauma of having to protect her friend, kind of, except she did it by hitting someone with a mace, which isn't really dealing with the issue in any plausible way. It's just bullying bad, I smash bully. Okay, okay I guess, I great. But like so like, the- great, ham-fisted, we're, we're moving on. This one has the most symbolism and depth to it. And then every single egg after this is so far divorced from that core concept that it's very clear that the writer is just, okay, uh, egg contains a girl who committed suicide. Uh, We punch her trauma in face. Problem solved. I mean, yeah, that is true. Like, it is definitely still pretty anime brain dead in the way that... Seriously missing the fucking mark on the point here. We do not explore the character after this. Her specific trauma is it's done as far as this true. show is con- con- uh, concerned. That's it. It's done. I Josh is going to bring her back to life. There are details that you didn't include that make that part of the like the walk better. So like, for instance, did you catch where uh, where she ran through in the hallway scene where they, they were running away from the stupid Sino evils? Because yeah, they which specifically part? ran through an exit that wasn't an exit yeah it and was it, a closet because that's where she hid a, exactly like and that's yeah. that's not nothing like that's already more than mushoka tensei did no mushoka tensei wasn't trying to be intellectual it was trying to be disgusting what, what? no bullshit it's 100 percent trying to be intellectual what are you talking no. about what the, the setup and payoff of that guy having actual trauma is better in mushoka tensei than it is in here it is also much less subtle it it is less subtle because it's not trying to be subtle. This pretends it's subtle and it fails. There are subtle aspects like the broom closet that they do not explicitly state that are yeah, good. But who the broom cares? Closet moment is good. That, yeah, no, no, no. You, the broom closet is not a moment. Like three subtleties in a ham fist sandwich, I think they become meaningless. But also, the, the I don't, broom I don't closet, think you get to give points for someone no. like, ah, look, they ran through a broom closet. But also, then in the same thing, have a loudspeaker that says, what do we do when people get bullied? Ignore them. Like, you don't <laughs> get points for both. You don't. You can't have it both ways. You can't have little tiny subtleties, no. but then also be told everything. Every you can step try to have both ways. The issue is really with the broom closet is that it's not a moment. Yeah, the exit. So she, the exit from the see no evils is a thing that she used to exit the problem. Great. Yes. Except that it actually works. When you hide in a broom closet from bullies, that's actually her problem. Right. Right, yes, correct. So she's and not escaping did... the see no evils by repeating those so like it's just it's just that it's skin deep. I, if they wanted to do she, something she with is it, it's escaping. It's not an exit. No, no, no way, that is an not escape. an escape. What her hiding was her problem. That is the source of her trauma. She should not be escaping by repeating her old actions. 
Right, and she doesn't. That's the point. Yes, so she does. She, she gets no, away. She, she gets so, through, and she shuts the door, and they are free. They're not chased. Temporarily, but the person that she cares about still isn't. That's the no, point. No, she is she still escapes. isn't. They eventually come back around, but that's it's a temp. No, no, no. The, you're you're putting so much onto this because you're desperate to find a moment that works. This does not match up with her character and her development and her trauma. It just subtly, it just kind of references it. Skin deep goes no deeper. It's like saying it's subtle that they were in a school and they never told us. I'm like, I, I get it. No, I, I, I get everything that happens. I get when she hides on the toilet. That's like similar then too. It's just that I don't care because they're not actually doing anything with it. They're just, they'll show me a reference every once in a while. But when they're actually trying to develop the character and explain something about her specifically, they just dump it on my face like a big steaming turd. I think I also, what what kind of bothers me about this is that that girl is the person dealing with other people's traumas. Yeah, that's not good. And I think, I agree. I think, that. At, and I yeah, think yeah. like Do overall, you, then it's and like this a complete is, fail from that aspect. Because then what's the point? Like, who's. Who who do who am I supposed to care about here? Because if it's these these girls that committed suicide, I can't care about them because they're they come and go in an episode. Yeah, they're dead and, and they're they never don't even deal back. with their trauma, and they don't they don't deal with their trauma. This other girl comes in who wants her friend back is dealing with other people's traumas instead of dealing with her own, and it makes no sense. Yeah, and technically speaking, this is the only episode in which they even really acknowledge that she has trauma in this way, and that's where all this shit with like the broom closet and the toilet will seem slightly better than it is, but it's so obviously just a transparent reference because they do that same shit in the next couple episodes. She, she gets a new girl who has a completely different trauma and they all escape through these various like things that they run through and it just leads them to the fucking roof. It doesn't, it, none of it's referential anymore. Because it's so, just, oh, we yeah, escaped but, through going through this thing. Is it, is it make any sense to this specific girl? No. That girl never hurt, hid from her trauma. She had the opposite problem. But we're still yeah. running through the shit to hide. Yeah, no, I, I also agree with that. If you have the same, the same I don't know. Uh, the don't the know, person who wrote this thing said two different episodes, cool. but it doesn't work with one, then was it ever really a metaphor? Yeah. Or did you just, you know. Like, you, yeah. you needed a I way for the characters. Too. To go from one from a place of danger to a place of safety, so you can have a scene where they talk, and you thought it was a cool idea if they used a broom closet instead of a regular ass door. That's it, cause Dream World. That's that's as the skin reason, deep as that shit goes. The reason why I like it, in like the whole way through, not not the whole way through. There's there's things I don't like about this show for sure, but like the reason why I like this specific episode is that it basically walks the main character through exactly what happened to her in her life, but this time she does the right thing. But she, she doesn't, actually, because she doesn't actually solve the problem. She just hits it with a mace. Technically speaking, you can try... <laughs> well, fine. It's a dream world. If you're going to fucking do this, then do it. Don't fucking pussy out the last second and go like, oh, well, I don't really want to delve into how to deal with bullies and how... The bullies are aren't just like evil mannequins who laugh at you while they cut you with a knife. Uh, you know, I don't I don't want to deal with any of the subtleties here. I just want to I just want to hit them and turn them into a meat pulp. Would, would you agree that what the show is trying to say is the way that you beat bullies is by not ignoring them? No, I don't agree. That's what it's trying to say. I think it's what it's saying is that it has no idea how to actually deal with bullies, and that it 
ends every episode with her hitting it with a mace because it wants to do another episode next week with a different girl and a different problem and with the same solution. I do agree that the next two episodes are less good than the first, but the first episode, I think the point of it is that if you ignore the problem, then it will And I'm not saying that I have no confidence in their point because they clearly don't have one when they do it again. If Ethan, I think that I think that what you're saying might hold more water if the other two episodes didn't exist. Didn't exist but they do and that's how the whole story is going and so it takes away from the credence of the first episode because we've watched two and three. If all I saw is one, I think I'd be a little more apt to agree with you. I really do. But two and three exist, and they do the exact same things in two and three, therefore taking away from what was in one. So now none of it is is relevant or makes sense or, or is subtle. It's just, how do I deal with bullies? I smash them with the hammer, I guess, because they don't want to actually show you how people really should deal with bullies, and they don't want the people who actually have the problems to deal with those problems, and I don't understand it. I think this concept was could have been really well done, but I think they... They didn't want to do it well or didn't know how to do it well. But either way, I think that once you watch episodes two and three, you can no longer think that one is good because you realize that two and three and one are all the same thing. And that's what they're trying to do is just have like trauma of the week to take away, you know, to take from monster of the week. Literally, it's just trauma of the week. Suicide and trauma, girl. And then, and then they say, how do we beat it? Literally beat it. How yeah. do we beat this trauma? Literally Hit it. Have somebody else punch it in the face for you. And you know what really exemplifies this fact? The next episode. Because the next episode, uh, we get a couple of things that happen. One, she gets a new egg. Uh, she then decides she's not going to break the egg, despite the fact that in the previous episode, she had kind of decided that she was going to do this whole thing. She's like, nah, fam, I'm not doing it. She then acutely wraps herself up in a sheet or a, a curtain and is like, whoa, I'm not going to do it. Oh. The egg's rolling off the desk. Oh, no, it's going to crack, and I'm going to do it. And she falls, and, it, and she does it. Great, cool. The girl that uh, pops out is in a leotard. Uh, she's in a leotard because she's on the gymnastics team, as she very ham-fistedly explains. Uh, she says, oh, uh, yeah, I just, like, I just don't like going to practice. I wish I, was, I wish I was strong and confident like you, main character. You, the coward who didn't defend their friend and who died as a result. I guess she's better now. So we, we see, uh, I'm not going to even go into this shit. By the way, the Sino evils come back again because they're literally just reusing that character design despite the fact that it, it's like a, it's an open acknowledgement that these egg things with the knives have zero connection psychologically to any of the characters. Yeah, because the only thing that yes. actually exists that make that changes is the main boss trauma. Yeah. Those see no evils. I don't understand why they exist either, because they're just there as they're there to things they're that there have to, to funnel them. You, but then they're completely places. irrelevant once the trauma takes over. So I don't understand That's, what the point of them existing. Was. That's like literally the point of them being called see no evils is that they're supposed to be bystanders that do nothing. But they don't like, do nothing. They charge you with knives. They yeah, do, they charge you with knives and attack you. So they do nothing to the main character because it's not affecting Well, them. that's not true either. She gets stabbed in the kidney and nearly bleeds to death in the beginning of episode two. But whatever. We don't need to talk about that because it doesn't make any sense. I, I'm trying to make the case that I don't like that they reuse the assets over and over again. But the see no evils serve the purpose of that they are bystanders that either do nothing or actively make the situation worse. So, like... 
obviously they chose the second instead of the first. Like, obviously they have the bystanders. So why do they have kitchen knives and why do they look like eggs? What's that? Why do they have kitchen knives and why do they look like eggs? I don't really care about that. Like, I'm not going to Yeah, neither does the person who made it. Yeah, I mean, we're still dealing with an anime, right? Like, so, so just so we're clear, the only thing that they have going for them is the name that they have to ham-fistedly tell you. Yeah, that's bad. Because they don't have any way of showing it. In, a, in an anime, they don't have any way of drawing what they want to tell you. They have to fucking say it out loud and reuse their shitty 3D Eggman. Ooh. You know what? I'm glad you said that. You know what would be way better is if they just had, like, a crowded hallway full of people that you had to run through and all the people in the hallway, like, gave you, like, a, like a death of a thousand cuts. Fuck, man. That would be Dial better. it up to 11. The walls are made out of human faces that are all laughing at you. That'd be good, too. I'd like There that you more. go. Yeah, no. How about what if this? You, what you if just you, get what if rid of them. they ran through the halls asking for help and it was just regular people whose eyes were blurred out and they just looked away from you? Yeah, because they just saw no way. What if, yeah, but you guys would say that would be like way too nice. What if what if we redesigned the the people who do nothing to be different every single time because in the dream world you're engaging with someone else's psyche and yeah. what haunts them is different. Yeah, I mean wow. that is true too. It's almost like when you go about making this. The entire reason you're animating it is so that you can draw things that aren't real. And they don't do it. And I think also, I don't... Like, in the first episode, you saw the see no evils and the trauma together in the end. After that first episode, it's you either see the see no evils or you see the trauma. And you see one or the other. And I don't understand if both of them are impacting this person's psyche at the same time. Why do the Ceno evils just go away? Oh, it's probably because it's hard to animate all of them over and over and over again. Yeah. And so then they just show the main trauma. And I think that loses a little bit for me, too, because you're just getting rid of something because it's difficult to draw. But it would have made more sense to at least keep it in the story the whole time like they did in the first episode. Yeah, but they don't episode two or three. They only exist to funnel the characters into the place that they need to be. And to give them mooks to kill so they can use their crazy-ass fucking Sailor yeah. Moon weapons. Yeah. That is true. It's embarrassing. Which is a problem with anime all around, just having mooks in general, where it's like, all right, we don't want to like go into this actual important battle, so here's these stupid things. Like, it's, it's a stupid trope that I... That I that I hate more and more the more and more I watch anime or even like movies and stuff where it's just like, all right, here are your main guys and they yeah. got to fight like a thousand guys that of course they're going to kill over and over again and it's not really going to matter, but it looks cool. Yeah. And then we'll get to the final boss. The it's reason, like, yeah, but I would rather have more with the final boss where you build that fight up and you tell me the story of that and I really get invested in that than just to watch them pop some eggs on right. the screen. because that's know? the like, story. I don't understand. That's the story. Like, especially in something like this. Like, when it's an action movie, why do they fight mooks? Well, they have a cool fight scene. And yeah. you have to have more than one fight scene, so you can't have more than one main villain, so you have mooks. Okay, whatever. As long as the fight scene's cool, that's what I'm theoretically watching this for. If I'm watching a psychological, trippy thriller, and you have them killing mooks... That serves no purpose. I I don't learn anything about the story or the characters or the world or anything. It's a dream world. It's all fake. When they kill a, a little eggs with their special weapons, it doesn't. It, it means nothing to me. It's not entertaining to watch. It's not a good fight scene. Yeah, yeah. I don't it want just, it a cuts good to fight them hitting scene. Hitting two or three and then cuts away. Like, what am I? Yeah, a good. Yeah, not, well, I yeah. don't get anything out of that. A good fight scene is not what I'm here for. 
So True. again, why are they there? Again, the only reason they're there is because the guy writing this came up with a really cool name that's supposed to represent something, and then they drew them in a way that does not represent that at all, and then they use them as a petty narrative crutch. Cool. I mean, yeah. I so, mean, probably yeah, I just, the greatest I, crime of this anime is the fact that it's an anime. Like, this, if this concept was done in something else that did not have to conform to all of the normal ideas of whatever an anime has to be, it would be better. I guess, but, like, when you're drawing an anime, there's a lot of freedom you have. You can draw yeah, crazy, And a lot less stuff. money that you have. So like, I watched Perfect Blue. Nobody came over the PA and told me what the fuck was going on in Perfect Blue. I'm not saying this is perfect. I'm just saying you guys are going into this way harder than I thought you were. I'm ever going would. into it because it fucking deserves it. Yeah, yeah I, th- I, I don't think know. I'm not convinced me. yet. Anyway, so yeah, I, I think yeah. episode two, we I, I'm really just gonna ignore ninety percent of what happens because again, it's completely disjointed, you know, trippy. And it's all it's all kind of the same. You the, know, it's the like core story and the important discussion to have is that she wakes up a new girl and she's dressed in a leotard. She's on the gymnastics team. Uh, she is extremely timid and cowardly, much like how the MC was literally the day before. And uh, she goes into a little talk, like when they have their uh, we're cute moment. Um, because again, they, they walk out a door, they get chased by see no evils for no reason. Uh, they get funneled into an area where they can have their chat, which they could have had this first second they met. And basically what, they, what the little girl says, uh, the new one, is that, oh, MC, you're so courageous. You're so strong. I wish I was like you. There was this one time I tried to play hooky from gymnastics practice, but I got so nervous about getting in trouble that I didn't sleep, and then in the morning I went anyway because I'm such a little coward. And she goes, oh, wow, that sucks. Uh, Anyway, we got to run from the knife eggs again. Uh, So they run away from the knife eggs, and then they escape through a door, and they end up on the roof. And then, bum, 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 the gymnastics coach shows up. And yeah, she goes, gym, but whatever. No, not yet. Right now they're on the roof. And the gymnastics oh, well, yeah, coach right, shows up. Right, yeah. They're just on the roof. The oh, gymnastics boobs. coach shows up and she goes, young lady, you better come back to practice and work really, really hard because you're a worthless piece of shit. And I fucking hate you. And you suck. And maybe you'd be better if you gymnastic better, but you're worthless. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, well, I guess her trauma is that she's got an asshole coach. Okay, I can buy that. Japan's pretty um, uh, all in. You know, every shonen I've ever seen has a little boy telling me he's just gonna he's just gonna work himself to fucking death so that he can be number one. And they all have the same goal. They all want to fucking get to be number one or die trying. Like, oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe chill. It's okay to be number two. You know, no, 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 no. Number one or die. So clearly, this, this uh, gymnastics coach shares that sentiment. Uh, this little girl needs to be number one or she should just die. That's also and, something uh, that just runs in, like, gymnastics. Like, I, I literally have a cousin that had to go through something like this. Yeah, I, well, when you, when you go through a real serious sport, especially in high school, you can get people like that. I knew a person yeah. who went through that with football. Like, it's just that football is a team sport, so, so there's never, like, a, you're number one. You're just, you got to be better at what you do. Yeah. Exactly. So with team sports, it gets softened a little bit, but it still definitely happens. Yeah, I think gymnastics yeah, yeah. is just one of those things. Also, where when you're young, uh, you, you're only allowed, you're, you're like, you're, your time to be good is rapidly approaching. Like you're yeah, going to age sure. out of gymnastics at 16. 
So yeah, if you're not God crazy. when you're 13, uh, you might as well quit. I guess. I mean, no, yeah. but whatever. No, I, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I, yeah. So I anyway, gymnastics coach is a bitch. This is a real thing that can probably happen to real people. So now we understand ham-fistedly what we're trying to do this episode. Uh, the, the, the fucking gymnastics coach is evil. Why? Because she's a bitch and she wants this little girl who doesn't need to be the best at anything because she's a young girl and who gives a shit. Uh, she's just abusing the shit out of her and making her hate herself uh, because she thinks it's going to make her a better gymnastic person and, like, who gives a fuck? So, gymnastics coach is a shithead. Got it. Uh, I believe at this point, the second the gymnastics coach shows up, uh, the little girl, like, stands at attention and bows at the waist. It's like, oh, please, step on me, mommy. Because, you know, I guess that's what the gymnastics coach would make her do when she accepted her verbal abuse. Okay, I believe that's that. That's also just, like, victim trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It's all there. I get it. So the next thing that happens is MC finds the courage she apparently has recently acquired and says, no, that's bad. And I quote, that's abuse. Thank you, show. I got that. So she transforms her clicky pen into a mace and she goes at her. But of course, the, the gymnastics coach is a monster on the inside. Again, I got that. Transforms into Goro with four massive titties yeah, and starts spraying her mommy milk all over the place. Yeah. Not <laughs> I don't so here's this at all. Here, exactly. <laughs> this is exactly where we want to talk about why. Yeah, this, so, I, can, this I can totally get in on. I don't, six yeah. arms, four giant boobs, squirting milk everywhere. What does that have to do with anything nothing so let's 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 break this down the realization of the trauma the trauma is that she's an authoritarian figure who convinces you that you're worthless so how can we personify that that? no that is goro is she really tall and stands over you well yeah i guess she's big oh and um she's got massive milk titties (laughs) oh um i don't i don't get that i don't get it either oh oh she's got four arms Oh, um, I mean, the okay. Arms thing, I was like, oh yeah, then she could, like, uh, beat six that arms. Girl more. First of all, six. six. There were oh, six, six. Arms. I'm sorry. Oh, because there were two that were attached to her neck that went straight up, and I didn't understand the design. And, of that, and she's multicolored. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, the multicolored thing. Who the who the fuck cares? It's mostly just the four titties that exist. That I'm like, what? I don't. I think that that is the biggest blight on this whole thing. I don't understand. Newsflash to boots. all you aspiring artists. See, when you're able to create anything you want, you kind of have a responsibility. And that is everything <laughs> that you draw, no, no, everything mommy that you draw milkers. has to in some way be reflective of what you're looking at. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah, like yeah. when you're designing a character, you should be able to tell what kind of person they are by how they look. This is happens in real life movies too with character design and or not character design, with um costume design. So, like, when fucking Daenerys Targaryen walks in and she's got a big flowy dress and she's dressed to the nines and she's got all this shit on her that's, like, dragon-themed, you're like, oh, I get it. She's very important. She's royal. She's regal. And she's got a thing about dragons. Okay, I understand something about her. Oh, let's try another one. Uh, Jon Snow, he wears all black. He's got long, like, curly hair that drapes over his face. He talks, he talks really dark. He's got uh, a big fur coat. 
and a and his big sword, sword actually shows that he's a little vain too. Like yeah, yeah, and he has a sword, you know. Like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Specifically, Valyrian. The very fancy looking sword. The very yeah. fancy looking sword. And you're like, oh yeah, I get it. He's like, he's like a he's like a bad boy kind of guy. Like he's he looks really aggressive and strong, but also you know a little docile. You know, like uh, like stoic. Okay, I get that guy. Ooh, let's let's look at Littlefinger. He's he's dressed real fancy, but he's skinny and he's kind of like he's got a goatee and he's a little weaselly looking, and he's got a kind of high voice and he's always talking out of the side of his mouth. See, I bet that guy is like kind of a kind of like a schemer, like a back a bad guy, right? Like I can tell all this by just looking at him. Now let's look at Mommy Milker over here. Um, <laughs> apparently, Milker. she represents the, the the trials and tribulations of fertility enhancement drugs. Uh, what the unholy fuck am I looking at? The and then, best thing while I can we're even get is that she's an adult woman and the girl is not, and that's like. That, that's such a fucking stretch. It's insane. Yeah, it's such a cop out too because like her adultness isn't related to her trauma yep. at all. Yeah, I am not apologizing for this. I do not yeah, understand yeah. it. So like, it doesn't make sense. And then going back to the other characters, like we have the same problem. So like, and this one I think is frankly very disgusting. The main character has heterochromia. Heterochromia you see in fucking anime all the time because people yep. who draw think this shit looks cool. They're dumb. They're wrong. It doesn't. But whatever. Wait. Let's do pretend we have somebody with heterochromia this season. We do um, now. I can't remember. Anyway, continue on, Jay. I'll I think I think some of the people in um, uh, not X Arm, the other shitty. Oh one. no! Oh no! It was in it was in last season. It was in the disco. The all those boys had heterochromia. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Hyp- hyp- hypnosis, Mike. Yeah, yeah. could they, be in this season too. But now did. I remember that. Yeah. So heterochromia is a thing that theoretically can exist, but anime seems to think it just looks really cool. The trope that we're establishing here is one in which this girl is cute. She's drawn cute. She has a cute haircut. She's got that little like baka hair. um, And she zips up her coat real tight and goes, "Mm," and she makes those cute noises. When she nibbles on the egg, she's like, ah, um, um, um." She, she acts like a Tyler, which I guess people think is cute. Uh, so she acts cute all the time, and she's pretty. She's got hair that's not, you know, like she's she's pretty looking. She's as pretty looking as every other fucking character I've ever seen. What does she get bullied about? Oh, uh, she gets bullied in school because she's ugly. Oh, um, okay. Uh, she doesn't look ugly to me. So that, so when someone told me she was bullied for being ugly, I didn't I didn't really get it. But whatever. Then uh, this new girl, who of course is her best friend, who will later kill herself. Uh, grabs her by the face and pulls her face in and goes, you got really pretty eyes. Oh, you see, she thinks she's pretty. Well, yeah, no shit, she is pretty. She's literally drawn to be pretty. You know who's not drawn to be pretty? The best friend. So just to be clear here, we have a character who's bullied for being ugly, and we have a character who's bullied for being, I don't know, the the character who's bullied for being ugly is the one who is expressly prettier and drawn to be pretty by the char- by the people who made the anime and the character who's bullied for I don't know fucking the teacher or whatever Being a uh, yeah I guess I I think there was supposed to be some kind of sexual element going on because of like the rape that kind of happens to her but whatever I didn't get that no, I, no, I don't no. that was done by the students that, no no they... I know I know I assume that the reason they stripped her naked and took pictures of her is because they thought she was like a slut for sleeping with the teacher. 
I don't know. I, maybe no, I was I reading know. a little bit too much in this bullying. No, I should I remember think, the, the blank-faced girls I, who just carve die into a locker. Why do they do it? <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking hilarious. I said die. <laughs> Sexual assault. Isn't that funny? I, I, I guess. Another, another instance of apparently bullies in Japan are just actual raging psychopaths. I mean, who I can, should yeah. be taken I, out I back agree. and executed. I, I agree that like the insanity of things like Mashoka Tensei with the bullies, like that stuff is insane. But like in the fucking dreamland, I can excuse it because we're yeah. In but some the thing is, is that it here. wasn't presented as a product of the dreamland. This seemed like what really happened. The writing locker on a the, the, no, no, the no, thing? no. The the sexual assault. Oh no, that really happened. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's fucking like serial killer shit. And it's yeah. also exactly what happened to the guy in Mushoko Tensei. Correct. I would also say the way and it happens. And also in, um, uh, what was that, Standing on a Million Lines? Yeah, yeah. A weird. That keeps mm-hmm. coming up. Apparently, there might be a thing where people will strip you naked and take underage pornographic pictures of you. Because um, that's so funny. I, mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think this show presented No, no, no. It does not I, think it's funny. I think that these people should actually be killed, and I think it's a little weird that they bring this up and then they don't know how to resolve it. Much like standing on a million lives, they seem to be able to acknowledge that this thing happens and it's bad, but they have no desire or know-how of to actually stop it from happening. Because they're like, oh, what do we do about it? Oh, yeah, nobody does anything about it. And, and standing on a million lives, the girl literally comes back and says, yeah, well, I mean, that's, you know, girls will be girls. That shit just happens. You know, I'm just going to take it because I want to stay their friends. Right. You know, like fucking batshit insanity. And this one, that girl kills herself. At least I can understand why that might be an idea you would have. Um, but nobody else seems to be like, oh, yeah, you know, why'd she do it? I don't know. Maybe somebody raped her or something. Nah, that doesn't happen. But then everyone's like, oh, no, that totally happened. They're like, oh, well, you know, don't don't think about it. Because, like, we, we, we have the courage as an anime writer to hit one of these, you know, fill-ins for the racists with a mace and kill them and just turn them into a bloody pulp. But, like, all of the teachers and the everybody else, they're, they're, just, they're just laughing eggs. They're all, they, they think it's hilarious. No, yeah, I mean, that's this not. Is, this is that's probably one real. of the problems is that, like, the way that you... The other ideas we had for, like, the Sinu evils are significantly better than what we Yeah, they're given. way better. But, like, the idea of people that either see or don't see and ignore whatever they see is something that is a big problem, not sure, only in, like, bullying. Sure. All and, over you know, the world. All over yeah. the world. The thing is, is that you've expressly shown me a form of bill- bullying that nobody can ignore. I don't care who you are. Like, if you... If you see somebody getting sexually fucking assaulted yeah, or they come up to you and they tell you what happens and your friend records it and supposedly shows it to the school counselor well, and he no, does she, nothing. No, she she do did not. She didn't record it. That was the whole bit is that she didn't end up recording it because she was too scared of the whole thing. Oh, way to that, go, bitch. Yeah, uh-huh. That well, that that leads up to the whole. Why she wasn't there for her friend Whatever. who committed suicide. The only reason yeah, she was that, recording it is because clearly she thought she need con- needed concrete proof to prove that it yes, happened. Yes, that, that because is a problem. Because holy fucking with that. shit. Like, seriously, like, it, it, look, I, I don't... We, we've, we've advised, you know, lynching before. Um, <laughs> if you... If someone comes uh, up to you clear, and tells me... No, we didn't. 
We advised we advised frontier justice of of anime people who make shit like this. And now this doesn't deserve to be murdered. If you know someone who was sexually assaulted and like you're in a position of authority and you do nothing about it. Yeah, I'm I'm actually on board with the anime. I hope you get smashed with a mace and you get turned into a bloody pulp. And that goes for main character too. Like, ooh, I was scared. I didn't record. Nah, fuck you. So this is your fault. I will a little say, bit. I for the record, I think that the the show explores the idea that it is partially her fault. That yeah, said, it does. What it doesn't do Once. is it never finishes that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of like hints at it, and they're like, eh, we're not gonna deal with that though. Yeah, because that's I, I a little do, too for dark. The record, I I think your argument is good that like they're not handling the subject matter appropriately, but they take this kind of subject matter much further than most anime ever even think about going. Great, that's it's true. Just they don't that's, have all of the. That's answers. a bar you can trip over. And as I said before, when you deal with something this serious, you don't get to just say, oh, well, I did better than those guys. Like, you don't get to be 15 reasons why. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're dealing with the bad stuff, but we're dealing with it really poorly. That can do more damage than not dealing with it at all. I agree, but I would say that this is probably not under that bracket. 15 <clears throat> yeah, reasons why is I actively think we can, something that convinces people. I think we can give it some time, and we're going to get some seriously even worse shit out of this anime. Now, that's true. That's a fair point. It could get much worse. Oh, yeah, we kind of do. we through three episodes. A- episode three. Oh, by the way, I don't really care what happens at the end of episode two. Uh, they hit gym teacher with the mace, problem solved. They kill the mommy milker. Yeah, they crush each and every one of her titties individually. <laughs> and it squirts out so much milk. You got to hit the glowing objects, you know? Yeah, yeah the, the Z target. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Locking onto targets. I target. can't let you do that, Star Fox. <laughs> Andros, your mommy milkers can't stop me this time. <laughs> it's Andros' big head, and then underneath him, it's four huge mommy yeah, milkers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Andros. You show your true form. <laughs> A horrifying cow creature that's really just wants me to take a drink. I'm just going back to uh, that. Uh, go back to sorry, that DXD or whatever it was where the two the two boobs hit each other and you just hear that. Yeah. Or like, yeah, no, it's yeah. not that. It's like a Valkyrie, Valkyrie drive. drive. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie drive. I keep I messed that up. Anyway, it's basically a- Andros's head on top of the space balls like made, and then with four giant <laughs> Andros, I see what you've become. Yeah. So we're getting oh towards God. the end. We're getting towards the end of the synopsis. I'm gonna gloss over a whole lot of stuff because I, I I can't express to you how much I don't care and how much none of it's gonna make sense. Uh, but long story short, she meets another girl who also buys eggs, uh, and she's very aloof. That's pretty much all she, there is to her. She says yeah, she's, uh, like she's fighting to save her sister. Uh, what happened well, to her sister? Well, I guess episode, we know yeah. she killed herself. I guess. Anyway, uh, she rakes in eggs like candy. Uh, and then later in the real world, that I guess is the real world, uh, she has to go to the hospital because she did it too much and, I don't know, she's sick or something. Okay, cool. She got injured. Yeah, she yeah, was main, yeah. main character visits her in the hospital. They become friends, kind of. Aloof girl obviously is like kind of depressed, expre- extremely reserved. I mean, they're all depressed, just to be clear. But uh, she's very reserved and she's mechanical and she doesn't really know how to interact with these people. So she, you know, oh, okay, that's a person that can exist. I get that. Oh, uh, what's her trauma? Mm, yeah, I don't know. 
something. Her little sister died, and she didn't save her. So that's her problem. Okay, cool. So <clears throat> the next girl we meet is significantly more important. Uh, she is an ex-junior idol. Uh, you can tell because she has uh, a color in her hair. Also, she's yeah, really sassy. Is pretty obnoxious. She's really sassy and obnoxious, and she introduces herself as something cute because I'm so uh, darn her cute. Her last name or her whatever. The, oh, the her last name is Kawaii. 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 She's Rika Kawaii. Yeah. But it's spelled with one I, and Kawaii is spelled with two I's. Oh, that Japan. So her name is Mika Cute, because I'm so darn cute. She says that every time she introduces herself, and it definitely doesn't get old. Correct. Uh, The other characters kind of hate her, because she's kind of an annoying bitch. Um, She was a junior idol. Uh, Her trauma is that uh, one time she had a fan, uh, and that fan was fat. Uh, She... Didn't like that fan. Uh, oh, that fan would steal and then sell what she stole in order to like buy the idol stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, she had like a disease. I guess. I mean, she was uh, just she just has like the she's same a, thing a she's a crazy life. ass super fan, and she would just sell her soul to an idol who was kind of her age. You're but making whatever. it sound like this is something that never happens, but it literally happens every day. Yeah, that doesn't make it, like, cool. No, of course it doesn't. That's the point. Anyway, I, I is it the point? Yeah, it's the, the, the point. That girl seems to be, like, kind of uh, angelified, what do they call that? Yeah, when she's angel literally statue. turned into an angel statue? I don't understand why that proves me wrong. Idolized a little bit? Yeah, Even she's though, idolized. Be, yeah, okay, I see your point. Yes, it, it, the show does right. have a problem where it is idolizing those that kill themselves, which yeah, is a problem. That thing I, I you don't do. That. Yeah, that's that a, that's said, a though, real big show, no-no. The, I, and boy, did she take the slow way out, too. Jeez yeah, Louise. she didn't eat <laughs> until she became a mummy. Until yeah. she became literally underneath those blankets made her look like, and I'm not kidding, like a Holocaust survivor. Like somebody that had been basically... <laughs> Starved with nothing but just enough food to survive. In for, this I don't case, know how a long. Holocaust not survivor. And nobody stepped in to stop this. Nope, nobody did because not she probably a was a person. was a vagrant. I guess I don't know that none of this is explained. It's just like and then she didn't eat until she died. Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess that's real dedication to uh, <laughs> an idol. All right, cool. Oh. Anyway, uh, so the idol who was so idolized that uh, this random fat girl would sacrifice her life for her, uh, she cuts herself. Uh, she's got scars on the inside of her arm where she cuts. And there's yes. this really just just quirky and disgusting scene where she's sitting in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. She's a cutter who uses razor blades as a weapon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, producer. I forgot. Yeah, that was she's a cutter know. who uses razor blades as a weapon. Uh, I got a mace that's a pen. Why, why do I get stuck with the razor blades, fam? Yeah, that's, the that's not right. right. So, uh, what weapon should I use? I don't know. Probably the sharpest thing we have. I mean, uh... <laughs> well, I know it works. <laughs> I mean, anyway, no, no. Points, this, points for that, I guess. There, there's this quirky as fuck. Track. There's this quirky, disgusting scene where she's sitting in the bathtub and she literally looks at her cuts, her scars, and she goes, <laughs> "Not today, cut. Not today, cutting the idea. I made a promise." What? True. Yep. 
what? She just she's just not gonna because she doesn't yeah. wanna. Oh, yeah. okay, guys. You see, you, when you have a mental problem, you just say no. That's fine. Hey. Guys, BJJ doesn't work. Anytime someone grapples me, I just say no. They can't submit <laughs> me without my permission. No. No, huh? sir. No. No touchy. Countered. Sounds I like get it. up. I just get up. He's, but, sir, he's laying on top. No. I get up. I and get that's up. what she I does. Crisco, I get off. Yeah, that's right. I squeak out of there. <laughs> so uh, she just decides she's not going to cut today. Or ever again, maybe. Problem solved. Uh, she's she's fighting all these things to revive that girl who killed herself because she feels, you know, a little guilty. Oh, why does she feel guilty? Well, you see, uh, Fatty was at a handshake event. And while shaking, and, and apparently, according to this idol, uh, when you're a really new idol, you go to handshake events, uh, there's not enough people to fill out the line. So they just keep getting back in line to shake your hand again. Uh, this is apparently a thing that people do. I don't get that. But yeah, whatever. I mean, that definitely happens. So this girl got back in line to shake this idol's hand like 30 times that day. And it was getting kind of fucking annoying, obviously. So the idol, when the girl came up for like the hundredth time today, uh, the fatty said, oh, man, I just uh, can we like hang out or something? Or I got you another gift. Are you going to be my friend? And then idol, you know, maybe laid it on a little thick and said, uh, go fucking kill yourself. Yeah, no. I mean, she said I, I would never be friends with someone that's a fatso or something. So it was like a like big, you. stupid, fatty, fat, fat, Jeez fat. Louise. Wow. Yeah, that'll, okay. that Great. won't end. That won't end badly. Yeah, so so now, now I fucking she, hate you, oh, main yeah, for sure. character who I'm supposed to like because you're just so quirky and cute. I, I fucking hate you. To be honest, I kind of hate all of them, but I hate them in ways that they're just weak and pathetic, and I don't like identifying with that because. You know, that's kind of a problem. But like you, I hate you. I hate you because you're a bully. Hey, yeah. wait a minute. She's a bully. Shouldn't we hit her with the mace? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I Hold on. I, I got an idea something. here. Wait a minute. Hold on. Are you saying that this bully deserves redemption? A chance to redeem what she did wrong? Oh, that's weird. What about those other bullies? That, like, raped your friend. Did they deserve a chance? No? You just hit him with a mace? Oh. Well, I agree. But we should be consistent. Let's hit this one. Right? I feel like that's... Oh, we got some mixed messaging going on here. I mean, yeah. And, again, this is, like, somewhere where the anime fails, is that, like, it doesn't actually lay out its lines, right? There's some very, very tender ground they're trying to to tread on here. Right. And they're just... They just brought their biggest, clunkiest boots. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. This this is not great. Um, It's not, like... I don't think they should ride a hard line, for sure, because I think that would be dumb. No, no, no. Um, I agree. But you rode the hard line and you don't get to hop off the train halfway through because this one's cute. That's true. That's a good point. So we're just going to end up with, we're going to end the synopsis here. Uh, So they crack open an egg. Uh, Also, main character and uh, bully McIdle are in the same dream because reasons. Shut up. Uh, They crack open an egg. There's two eggs. So, but they both get. Uh, people who dress and look very, very similar, and they act similar. And basically what they say is they say, oh, uh, we're big idol fans. 
Oh, that's cool. Who do you like? Oh, we like this girl. She was so great. And then and then she kept getting um, harassed by paparazzi and she killed herself. So in solidarity with our favorite pop idol, we killed ourselves. Oh, so that's we're just making light of suicide now, huh? That's just what we're doing. We, we literally played off uh, group suicide as a, like a kind of joke here because they say it and they, they do like a funny bit where they like high five each other. Yeah, this one's is this, this, one is is this supposed to be good. funny? It's not funny. Okay, well, whatever. Well, I guess we're going to deal with their trauma. What's their trauma? Uh, you know, guys, look, come in, come in real quick, real quick. You know how, yeah, you know yeah, how, yeah. you know how, you know how, yeah. at, like, idol concerts, there's that, like, old lady? Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. pretty fucking traumatized right now. I think we should hit her with a mace. <laughs> hit her with a bat. Hit, hit her. with a bat, Tony. Kill her. She, like, she, like, is ugly. <laughs> Hit her. Yeah, so the entire process is now officially broken down completely. Uh, we're no longer dealing with uh, people who killed themselves for reasons that are, you know, real. Yeah, I, look, I, I, I know Japan has a real fucking problem with liking idols too much. I'm going to go ahead and say nobody's committed mass suicide over one. You know, maybe they have, and I just don't want to know. But more importantly, that's, yeah, like I mean, that's, I, that's that, that not I, how you address this. That's not how you address this. And more importantly, uh, in, in these other two episodes, we fought literally the source of the trauma and we overcame it. And, and now it, it's just some old bitch. That's, that's your trauma? There's old people at my concert? What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's actually weird, too, because like the, the bad guy in this episode isn't even a bad guy for the two teens. The bad guy no. is for the like idol that the two teens worshipped. Yeah, right? and, and then even yeah. then, it's not the reason she killed herself. No, it no. doesn't make any sense. It, it's, it's like, what the, the fuck? Uh, paparazzi, I believe it was explained as. Like, people I were... I don't think that's what this one was, right? No, no, she, she is expressly said to be an older fan who goes too far. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then when, when you physically see her, because, like, they don't really say what she does, but when she's, you know, in her personified evil form... All she does is tell other supposed little girls that they're not real fans. Yeah. So she's just an asshole yeah, that's fan. That's that's the yeah. trauma. Amazing gatekeeping. I, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Okay. I I will say I just hate three. Yeah. This this is the worst this one by really, far. Really bad. Yeah. Like, they got worse and worse. As they it went they on. had a yeah. concept that maybe could have been something. And by the time we're done episode three, we have already just left it completely behind. It's just yep. it's just cute girls fighting monsters. Yeah, and to add to and that, who happen to have killed themselves. Yeah, yeah, and you know just to like lay that out a little like more direct. One, I liked it because you were exploring, like you were you were doing like the repathing I was talking about, where like you basically relived MC's life in that dreamland. And I thought that was kind of like a neat parallel. Um, now, the conclusion wasn't great, but like, fine. Like, there's at least something happening there. Yeah, there was something the, that theoretically just had some problems they need to iron out. Yeah, yeah. And like, the second one, those problems become the focus. Like, there's just a big fucking problem right here. This is going to take a little bit more than ironing out. Episode three, you didn't even try. Yeah, episode <laughs> three is, I think it's the worst because at least in episode two, you get to have a conversation 
with um the pr- yeah, like you, with the little girl that committed suicide because of her coach. You and have, like yeah, you, you can kind of like relate to her and kind of like understand her like problems and stuff like that. It's not again, like you said, I think you I think this is a, a good synopsis. You you need to do more than just ironing ironing out on number two. But like maybe you can make it work. Whereas three the the two girls that killed themselves are literally just walking tropes of being idol fans and they literally killed themselves for no other reason other than just their idol killed themselves. Um yeah. so yeah, that's really, really bad at that point. It's, and like it's they don't even talk. So now that we've gotten to the end and we know where this ended up, I'm going to reiterate my point I said at the beginning when we were, you know, talking about defending episode one. You, I don't care that there are some things that seem okay in episode one. It is abundantly clear by the end of episode three that this person had no real intention or idea of exploring this in any depth. I agree with that wholeheartedly. So the one reason that is why, why I, I will give episode one no credit. Okay, and I I can get that. So like episode one, for the record, you still haven't convinced me on. But episode like two, I was becoming turned around to. And episode yeah. three, like yeah, it's just bad. I, yeah. I definitely the argument that. isn't that there are things that are good in episode one. There are. The argument is that I will not give it credit for those things. No, no, I know. I know the argument. You're their making. complete I, picture doesn't just get to to trip after the first five feet of the race, smash their face in the ground and die, and then tell me that, oh, well, I tried. You should give me credit. No, I will not. On a subject that's, like this, you don't get to fuck up this royally. That's true. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, so you will get th- no credit, no points awarded. May God I have mercy on you. I said good day. <laughs> Part of the reason why I was looking forward to watching more of this is because there is a moment in episode one where they make it, this is my interpretation where it seemed like they were it seemed like they were setting up main the main character to fail um it feels kind of like a um fuck uh what what's that magical girl uh madoka uh, madoka it feels no, a little there, bit no there's like a lot how, of madoka parallels here yeah exactly and it feels a little bit like that all of these little girls that are pursuing like trying to bring their friends or sisters or whatever back to life will fail um i think that you're going to get the opposite they're going to find friends in each other. Wait, like as in yeah, they okay. will bring them back to life, but then also... No, 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 no. They will never bring them back to life, so you're right that they'll fail in that, but they will succeed in becoming better people by the finding fr- friends in each other. The true the true thing was the friends they made along the yeah, way. Literally, love was the answer. I, and that's, okay, yeah. I do agree. If that happens, that is just a, the final nail in the disgusting fuck you coffin. Because, no, that is not what you do. These people died for no reason. And in some cases, you were that reason. You don't, <laughs> just, you don't just get to go, oh, well, you know, I moved on, so it's fine. It's okay. I've made different friends I'll have committed yeah, suicide it's great. in my honor. No worries. Are you, are you serious? Like, so, like, no, we didn't solve the problem of bullying here. We didn't, <laughs> and again, we I didn't address the coach. So bad. Like, three is truly, like, the, the like the the murderer of the anime because one like i mean i think that there's a fair point in saying that like the the mc made a colossal mistake by not standing up for her friend and yeah, shots yeah. are because you know like she isolated her friend even more than her friend already was that did probably help lead to the you know her friend committing suicide there yeah. is a real plot line there yeah um, there's an then, interesting dynamic there there's a trauma there's a character there's development there's the there's the open possibility for reflection and growth and yeah. for it to treat the subject matter with the seriousness it deserves. 
Right. And and I do think that I know that we're rehashing this, but I feel like it's important to say it. Like two does have redeeming qualities as well. Things fall apart. But like then you hit three and it's Yeah, I mean three's really bad. It, it's all gone. So Goodbye. Voting. All time. right. Well that well that brings us to the most interesting part, voting. But before that, um, yeah, you guys talked a lot, but give me a two-second summary of why your your anime should move on, and then we'll go to voting because I am thoroughly interested in the way everybody's voting. Today. All right, I'm going to so go Jay, first. Tell tell me why tell me why your anime should move it's on. It's very simple. It's very simple, yet. Mike. It's very simple, Mike. I'll, the I'll character tell you designs. When you can vote. The character designs are so good. <laughs> guys, her yellow coat like contrasts with her blue hair. I love it. Okay. Perfect. Ethan, what do you got? Uh, Kimono Jihen is a shonen, which is already good bonus points. Uh, it has a character, an MC, that I'm going to end up hating because he literally has no emotion at all, which seems somehow worse than having too much emotion, like Black Clover. Um, oh, yeah. Worse in, like, a fun way. Um, it has a bunch of the, like, Japanese spirit monster things, which means we're going to get really fucky lore, which is fun. Um... Obviously, MC is going to be too badass for his own good, but I think it's going to end up kind of being like melodramatic how they end up using him, which could lead to some laughs. Um, and as usual, we get to watch some form of uh, sexual harassment or assault or grooming, uh, which is always, uh, you know, just an added bonus that Japan has to offer. Except mm-hmm. for this time, it's done to a little fox girl, and we're literally grooming her. I don't know if we've had grooming yet. I can't wait for the leash to come out. It's going to oh, happen. Louise. I, listen, right. that's not even us fucking up. Like, they're literally grooming this little girl. Like, that's oh, yeah. it. Like, no, just... You're right. All right, Jay. Start us off with the vote. Tell me what and why. Uh, Jujuni Kaisen Kimono Chusi. <laughs> Inuasha Part 2. <laughs> I choose People that fly. because the other one made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? Ethan, I'm having you go next because I'm still deciding. If we're being honest, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go Jihen too. Um, but Thank I'm not God. gonna really. I'm not gonna. I for the record, when I walked into this, I wasn't going to pick Wonder Egg either. Oh, I'm like, sure. Like okay. I, I doing even even if I didn't even if it didn't make me mad, it's not gonna be funny. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I, I'm never gonna laugh at someone mishandling a suicide. All right. I'm just not that bad. No. Person. No. No, 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 no. And I and for the record, like I did not laugh at any of Wonder Egg. Um I yeah, think no, no, I got because no. like when it invaded on number one. Yeah, okay, when, no, I, I laughed at the Molly Milkers. I mean, no, oh, wait, no, Molly I Milkers is funny. Yeah, You're right. Times. That shit's yeah, that funny. Was, that However, I couldn't also <laughs> stop cringing. Yeah, yeah no, I hear you. My teeth hurt. But yeah, I, I guess just to I, I'm not gonna explain why I'm going with Camino, uh Camino rather, but um with Wonder Egg there, there was a moment in one. Well, there's some moments in one that I liked. We already covered that, but there was one specific moment in one that, like I said, I, I thought that it was implying we were going to get like a Madoka failure, and that could be something that's really powerful in this. It, it could be in the right hands, where like you think that you will somehow be able to like bring this person back to life if you keep their memory alive, or if you, if you like, you know, never forget them. And, like, that can be a very caustic way of viewing friendships or viewing people that have died in any way, right? And, like, if that is the way that the anime goes, it could be a very powerful message. Um, That said, though, I was so focused on episode one 
that I didn't and and to be fair, episode two, I didn't I didn't explicitly hate episode two, but like I was so focused on those two that I didn't even stop to like pay attention to three, which like three just goes so far off the rails that I, I just have no faith that they're gonna do it. And like it's a shame too because I like I said I think that message could be really powerful. Like worshiping the dead is a fucking problem when someone's committing suicide because you're convincing other people to do it too. So like, yeah. it, like that is a cool setup to teach people like the pain that this very very real subject has. Um, and cool only in the explicit way of saying that like it's not. I don't know of anything that's really done it in this way. Like. So, like, that could be something interesting to teach children to understand the seriousness of the topic. This show is not it, and I, I thought it was at first, but three just ruined it. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to vote Jihen, and I'll give my quick second why. I, I, I agree with a lot of your points. I think that um, Wonder Egg had two ways it could go, and it was either this is going to be the best representation of how to deal with problems like suicide and therefore it wouldn't make it to the next round or it was going to be the worst representation of how to deal with suicide and it wasn't going to make it to the next round but i think either way it does not make it to the next round um kimono jihan while not being a stunning star maybe it gives us something fun but honestly it's going to be going up against x-arm next week oh that's a hard and that's That's fucking doomed yeah. That's going to be a tough pill to swallow for either one of these to have done. So, you know, it'll be fun. All right, but there you go. So, like I've said, it is going to be Kimono Jihen versus X-Arm next week. Episodes 4, 5, and 6. You know how we do this. Um, it's going to be fun. But let's uh, let's quickly get to our called shots because oh. points will be awarded today. And we will start with those points. And we will start with Jay. Jay, tell us why you get a point today. Uh, Motherfucker. That guy was a convicted sex offender in Mushoko Tensei. No, that is not why you get a point. Today. <laughs> yeah, he I'm was. Deduct more. Yeah, he he's was. He's not convicted. He's not convicted. Yeah, you he was. You don't get a point if a guy wasn't convicted. Yo, he just didn't go to jail because he died. Yeah. No, I get a point. I get a point because Wonder Egg was extremely tasteless about its depiction of suicide. Yes, you are right. Boo. Very true. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> What about in Komodo Jihen? Did you uh, did you get anything? Uh, animal any serial killer? No, I don't. There might be a serial killer who's an animal, but no. Yeah, there is there a is... serial killer that's an animal. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you're technically right. There, there is an animal serial killer. Mm, the um, the deer. That's not what I meant. It's okay. No, what he meant was there was a serial killer who's specifically targeting animals. Yeah, yeah, right. There's was an funny. animal that is specifically targeting animals. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's not. It's not serial killing. It, it's, it's just killing. It's just a spree. Yeah, it's, anyway, yeah, it's yeah, it's methodology is probably just to eat. So it no, doesn't really it count it as say a serial that it, like, killer. Fucked up the corpses and stuff. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it all. It clearly was eating it in that one scene. It, it's a spree killer. It. It's a spree killer. Yeah, I it kills it and kills and kills until someone stops. It's not a serial killer. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So not I yet. Agree. At least. So yeah, no points for that yet. Um, and I doubt that there will be because that was. I think that's the only time we're going to deal with that specific. Yeah, town. No, but we'll the, find out. The dead animals is just a. It's done yeah, already. Which is weird. They set it up as it was going to be all about dead animals, but then they leave that after the first episode. So very interesting choice. All right, Ethan, do you get any points this week? Oh, well, let's see here. Um... 
Wonder Egg, I said, someone will eat the egg God, on some level. So close. We got a I nibble. Got really so close. very close. <laughs> I so very. Close. I was like, I was like ready. I was like, is he going to get it? Are they going to do it? Uh, no, they didn't. And I don't think they will. I would cross that out. But if somebody surprises us, I'll be happy as hell to give you a point, Ethan. Yeah, but I, I don't so, think so I think close. once they understand what they are, they're not going to pop them in their mouth now. No, no. Could you imagine someone just like and then it's just boring. oh, this is this is a girl that killed herself. Yeah. Oh God! Okay, she was delicious. Oh. <laughs> I need to oh, consume no. their power. Oh no! Third Anyway, all right. And what did you say about uh, Kimono Jihen, uh, Ethan? My guess was I didn't know this guy was a spider guy before, but um. He did I have was, a spider web on his shirt. I don't know if we caught that or not. I yeah, that's character it. design right there. That's character design. Um, yeah. Fully anyway. had a yellow raincoat, so I know the dichotomy of him. <laughs> anyway, he, I thought he was going to have electrical powers like Kilua. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he definitely didn't. Actually, to be fair, I didn't even say electrical powers. He could have just been super fast. Um, I actually got really excited at the beginning of the first episode because the son of that like mother looked just barely enough like the uh, pink-haired kid. That I was, and then I heard them explicitly say the words. His friends were like, "You're one of the fastest kids in the schools." I was like, "Oh <gasps> shit, we're gonna do it! We're gonna, I'm gonna finally get a point." Sadly, nope. no. So close, so close, buddy. All right, on to me. Uh, Komodo Jihan. People gain supernatural powers by killing animals. I don't. That's not gonna happen. I'm no. gonna cross that off. That's just not gonna happen. They it's were born with their power. Now, yeah. ee, that could still happen. Because we what? don't know how they get more power, and you know yeah, they're going right, to have to get it, more I'll power. I'll mark it off as wrong because I'm pretty positive, but if it goes, I'll change it. But it I'm could still bad. happen. Uh, Wonder Egg developed by the government. They haven't convinced me either way, so I'm leaving <laughs> yeah. that open yeah, for that Oh, that gets the leave open. <laughs> not convicted sex offender? <laughs> Yeah, because well, yeah, he's not convicted. What do you want me to do? Fuck you. you he should have been the, and could have If the been. glove fits, you can acquit or something like that. I don't know how that saying goes, Dude, but he's, did he's not convicted. That was why he got caught. <laughs> <laughs> he got caught. So the how, mannequins are a psyop. <laughs> how long? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> it's Thank like, you, uh, producer. They're just training wonderful. little kids to kill adults. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, when the CIA uh, tried to uh, um, remote controlling cats, and the first thing that happened was it just got hit by a fucking taxi in Russia. Rip. Okay. Now, I went back and listened to what Ethan told me to listen to about Other Side Picnic. Her left hand is the moneymaker. So, what was actually said was that her left hand couldn't just kill the monsters, but it had to be the moneymaker. So. In that episode, technically her left hand did not kill the monster. It helped kill the monster. However, mm. I don't know if that's convincing argument to overturn it. So I leave it up to you guys. I did go back and listen to that episode, and we did say that her left hand couldn't just be the thing that killed the monster, but had to be somehow otherwise involved. I think her left hand doesn't kill the monster. Episodes, but as far as the episodes that we did watch, yeah, it's the moneymaker. Okay. Mm. Ethan, what do you think based on that? I'm, I'm still on the take? other side. To me, you know okay. what? And this probably is a perspective thing. Yeah, we'll have when a fucking picnic while you're there. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I almost want to give Jay a point just oh, for yeah, that. Oh, yeah, fucking eager to have a point. That was so good. You know what? All right. Hey, Jay, Convicted Jay. sex offender is green now. Yep. Uh, you know what? <laughs> no, no, you stop yeah. that. I'll, I'll just No, 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 no. It's working. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that. so good. All right, anyway, um, yeah, my original thought was um, 
that it would like literally spawn coin or that it would turn the monsters into yeah i got you there however all i said was that it couldn't be the thing that killed the monster and it's not so that's why that's why i'm confused it is however what helped them kill the monster would made them the money but it didn't do the actual killing the makarov did so I can understand your confusion because I am still, so we'll leave that up for debate for later. But I did want to say, Ethan, I did go back and listen. You were right. I did mention that it couldn't straight up kill the monsters. However, going back to that scene, it did not straight up kill the monsters. So that's yeah. where I'm kind of at. This is, uh, but all right, we'll leave that up for debate. Yeah, it's fun. That's why I like doing these. All right, so the total score is Ethan so far. Total score, Ethan <laughs> 0, JW 2, Mike 1. So we'll see what happens. Uh, these points coming up are going to be important. And we're going to have a lot of fun. So remember, Komodo Jihen versus X-Arm, episodes 4, 5, and 6 for next week. Hope you had fun. Please join us then, as we'll still be here doing this. All right, see you. You and that itchy trigger finger. When you got to go, brother, you got to go. Inkiba!